93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. It is Tuesday, March 12th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, a man with ties to South Jersey was one of the 157 victims of that deadly plane crash in Ethiopia. The news comes as more airlines around the world are grounding their Boeing 737 MAX 8 passenger planes. Matt uh, Vasir grew up in Sea Isle City, New Jersey, and later moved to California. His employer released a statement confirming the IQ Air writer was on the Ethiopian Airlines flight 302 to Nairobi. His colleagues remember him as an amazing writer, a selfless person who wouldn't hesitate to help others. Vasir loved to surf and was involved in the surf industry since he was a teenager. Meanwhile, Boeing's best-selling passenger jet is under scrutiny after the second deadly crash in five months. Boeing 737 MAX is the newest version of the 737. Though uh, Ethiopian Airlines, China, Indonesia, and now Australia and South Korea have grounded all planes of this type on Monday, the FAA issued a continuing uh, a continued airworthiness notification and as such American Airlines and Southwest Airlines that fly the 737 Max will continue to do so. Hey, we're flying American Airlines Thursday. Oh, we can probably check which type I of uh, Boeing it is. I'll almost guarantee it's that aircraft. I right, pull it up while I do this. I'll take a look. Some aviation experts see I'm probably not going to go. Now that you say that. Okay. Uh, some aviation experts see similarities between the two crashes uh, in this five month period. It isn't clear yet whether the plane's technology played a role in the Ethiopian Airlines crash or whether this crash is related to the last one. Boeing says that they have been developing a flight control software enhancement, uh, but the investigation obviously into this crash is ongoing. Well, statistically, for example, how many of these uh, planes fly every day? I don't don't know. Lots. Lots. Lots and lots. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, did you find anything or no? No, I, I'll look it up later. All right, I'll let you know if I'm going months. or not. Okay. <laughs> Montgomery County District Attorney Kevin Steele announced the arrest of 43-year-old Nasima Sammy of Folsom, Delaware County, on two oh. counts of first-degree murder and related charges in the deaths of 78-year-old Lila Frost and 68-year-old Lorraine Gigliello. On Sunday, March 10th, just after 10.15 in the evening, the West Norton Township Police responded to a neighbor's call for a wellness check of his landlord in the West Indian Lane home. Frost lived on the first floor of the home and rented out the top two floors. The tenant had not seen his landlord in a few days. Officers found Sammy and her six-year-old son hiding beneath a bed. They also located the bodies of the two women, one in the kitchen and the second in the bathroom. Investigators determined that Sammy and her son drove to the home on Thursday, March 7th, looking for help from Frost. Frost had been her landlord 20 years prior. Uh, Sammy entered Frost's empty apartment through an unlocked door. Later, uh, she allowed Gigliello into the apartment when she came for a visit. Investigators say she then killed her when she reached for the phone to call police. Steele added that Mrs. Frost arrived at the home in the middle of the attack and she was killed as well. The investigation found evidence that the defendant uh, attempted to clean the home to remove evidence of the attack. Throughout this time, the defendant's six-year-old son was present and witnessed the murders. He also witnessed his mother attempting to clean up the scene. He was able to share what happened in a forensic interview, Steele said. Sammy has been arraigned and is being charged with first-degree murder, which doesn't allow for 
bail. Her son is safe with other family members. Philadelphia police say dozens of vehicles have been broken into recently. A majority of them have been happening in South Philadelphia, and one type of specific car is being targeted. You know, they do this all the time. Yes, they do, yeah. Detectives say in the last two weeks, there have been 51 car break-ins in the 17th police district, and almost four dozen of them have been Toyotas. Robocalls went out to residents this week, warning them of the break-ins. Captain Michael O'Donnell with the Philadelphia Police Department said they're breaking the back window, and it's not setting off the alarm, and people are able to get in undetected and take whatever they want. That pattern has led police to believe this one person is behind the Toyota break-in, striking from midnight to 3 a.m. and hitting from Broad to 22nd Street. If you have any information about the man, you're asked to contact Philadelphia So is that, a, is that a technical issue with the Toyotas that you can smash the, the back window? rear window and not have it set know. off the alarm? Yeah, why is the alarm not going off yeah. in a back window? I, I don't know. <laughs> it's a big-ass window. All right, in sports this morning. The Flyers beat the Ottawa Senators 3-2 last night at the center. Oscar Lindblad, Michael Raffle, and Scott Lawton scored in the second period, and the Flyers inch closer to a wild card spot. With 13 games left in the regular season, they have 76 points and are three points behind Columbus and Montreal for the last spot in the East. The Flyers are off until Thursday when they'll once again host the Washington Capitals, who have won seven games in a row to move into first place in the Metro Division. The Sixers, who have moved into third place in the Eastern Conference playoff standings, are at home tonight with a game against the Cleveland Cavaliers. The Cavs are the second worst team in the East with a record of 16 and 50, while the Sixers are 42 and 25. Tip-off is set for 7 o'clock. And in football news, the Eagles signed left tackle Jason Peters to a new one-year contract yesterday, keeping the veteran on the team for 2019. The deal has a maximum value of $10 million and includes $5.5 million in guarantees plus incentives. Peters, who is 37 years old, put together what might be a Hall of Fame career, having been named to nine Pro Bowls and twice been selected wow. first-team All-Pro. The Eagles also acquired Deshaun Jackson from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, reuniting the receiver with the team that drafted him in 2008. And the Jacksonville Jaguars will sign former Eagles quarterback Nick Foles to a four-year four-year deal worth $88 million. And the deal <laughs> includes more than $50 million in guaranteed money. The Jaguars are expected to release quarterback Blake Bortles once Foles officially signs. And the $50 million uh, is the largest amount of guaranteed money in franchise history. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thank you very much, Kathy. And uh, latest on our flight for Thursday, we will be flying on an Airbus A319. Oh, And our trip to Clearwater, sponsored by the wonderful folks at Xfinity, we're excited about this, we'll be broadcasting live at Frenchie's Tiki Pavilion. We just saw, was it uh, Reese Hoskins hit one over there the other day? <laughs> yep. Crushed over that ball. the Tiki Bar. Yeah. And I mean, it's pretty wild. And we were when they were doing BP, man. Yeah, they, yeah. they yeah. were landing. Incoming. It was like you know, little mortars landing in our area <laughs> where we were broadcasting. And my from. back was to the uh, yeah to the batters. Yeah, so you, no. you guys would have to tell me incoming. Well, bring your gloves uh, on Friday morning because I've been told we can uh, maybe take some fly balls in left field this year. Yeah. Should they be oh the, the heavy wool okay. ones or the ice toners next? Uh, the yeah, uh, the Steve. actual baseball gloves. Oh, I'm sorry, I got a mitt, yeah. a catcher's mitt. I, was, uh, I said elbow I had, length. I was going to bring. <laughs> 
So we'll be broadcasting there, and, and I'm, I'm told, uh, you know, we're going to have Skip, we're going to have Gabe Kapler stop by, Charlie Manuel, Reese Hoskins is scheduled. We'll see if we can get Bryce. We're working on we're that, right? We'll see if we can do it. Um, and after the broadcast, we'll be at Frenchie's Tiki Pavilion hanging out. So if you're going to be there, the gates to Spectrum Field open at 1035, and then they play the Blue Jays at 105. There are tickets available at phillies.com. So we are looking forward to it. Looks like sunny day, so we don't have to worry about rain or anything like yes. that. Yes. So, um, What's the morning temperature going to be? Any projections? I, I saw 64 was the low. In All the right. morning? In the morning. All right, that'll be six, 20 degrees warmer than it was last time. 64 was the low. <laughs> 79 was the high, I think. So I'm still bringing hand warmers. I'd bring something <laughs> yeah. just in case, but that's, that's you know, we're pretty close now, so I think we can trust the forecast. Does the tiki in the tiki bar burn? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> yes, it. well, it, we're going to make it. Yeah. Just so, for heat source. Let me see. Nick just pulled up the most recent forecast. So, yeah, yeah 80 degrees, <laughs> 60, 65 is the low. Oh, that's totally fine. Right, that's yeah. There we bad. go. Yeah. yeah, we'll be good. All right. Uh, so we have that coming up on uh, Friday. We leave for Thursday. Leave on Thursday for that event, so we're looking forward to that. Um, what else we got going on? Today is Tattoosday. That means you have a chance to win. We change things up. People don't come here and get the tattoos done Every single week any longer, we change that, and you will go to Philadelphia Eddie's Tattoo if you win the $350 gift certificate. It's very simple. Text the word tattoo to 39333. We're going to grab a random texter, and you get a Preston and Steve-themed tattoo. Also, uh, this is an addendum to that, but if you've ever received a tattoo from uh, the Preston and Steve show... You're not eligible. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, it's as simple as that. Yeah, and get a you, second one. You already got one. Yeah. You already got one. Don't let, be picky. Let, let other people get them. And uh, you could possibly, you want to go by there because you can get tattooed by the area's top tattoo artists like Kyle Fitzpatrick. He's one of my favorites. Uh, so he's working on Instagram at Kyle underscore Fitzpatrick underscore or Philadelphia at his tattoo.com. So there you go. That's the location. Uh, Deeds and Watson is coming by today. We thank them. Case, is there another real Philly Deli tour or something? You know no. what? Uh, that campaign is over. It is. Uh, and they are moving onward and upward. Okay. Yeah. All right. So they're bringing in some food this morning. So mm-hmm. we'll eat. You won't. How about that? <laughs> uh, we also have an announcement. We'll get to that later on. We'll take a break. Come back in a moment. And the stupid question along with the entertainment report is up next. Stay with us. On 93.3 WMMR. This Friday. This 93.3 WMMR audio on demand program returns after a brief word from our sponsors. Diamond jewelry doesn't have to be expensive. Have fun buying jewelry for someone you love and don't hate the price you pay. Feel the difference online at IHateStevenSinger.com with free shipping or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut. Steven Singer Jewelers. One place, one price. French Creek Outfitters in Phoenixville has everything you need for the great outdoors and beyond. All the big-name brands, they have them. Visit FrenchCreekOutfitters.com for additional info. French Creek Outfitters, why take a chance with anybody else? Taking time for yourself isn't selfish, it's self-care. Schedule a massage or facial at your local Hand & Stone Massage and Facial Spa with a relaxing massage or refreshing facial for just $59.95 for first-time guests. Visit one of their 50 area locations or HandAndStone.com. This is the Preston and Steve Show podcast. So we're going to give away a pair of tickets for the Atlantic City uh, Beer and Music Festival. And that is coming up March 25th through 31st. And our question for you this morning, for stupid question, is uh, the brand Reebok is named after what? What is Reebok named after? Yeah. Didn't know this. 215-263-WMMR. Call right now. Found out about Wikipedia not that long ago. You learn stuff here. 
The brand Reebok is named after what? Call if you know the answer. We'll go through some birthdays. Today is Tuesday, March 12th, and we have a musical birthday. We normally start off with musical birthdays. Uh, from the world of heavy metal, Iron Maiden bassist Steve Harris. <laughs> this is our go-to Iron Maiden birthday song. 63 you years old. I'm sorry. You going to change up, it up? Pull up the Trooper. Yeah. Or, no, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Run to the hills. Yeah, yeah because no, that's the one where uh, Steve Harris, the, the bass player, had this kind of uh, feel that he would go to, which I always call it a, a gallop. Yeah. Um, and as this song progresses and gets into its movement, you'll you'll hear it. But as we said before, Iron Maiden, the band before I, I actually would listen to their music, they kind of scared me. <laughs> they were sort of demonic. Yeah, well, yeah. they had their, you know, their logo is, yeah. is this guy named Eddie, this creature named Eddie, and is really like corpse-looking, bizarre yeah, thing, yeah. and it always kind of terrified me a little bit. But the music is not as bad as it seems. My cousin Steve is a, a, a huge Iron Maiden fan, so uh, he's going this year, and he has invited me to go with him. <gasps> and I've never... And I, Steve is a great guy, and, and I love him, uh, but he <laughs> is like... This is uh, this is like Coldplay for him. Like This is, okay. <laughs> this is soft, so I'll... Yeah. I'll I'm hoping to be able to join him at the show. This I think they're playing in the, the Wells Fargo Center in July. Hey, why not? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah exactly, Steve. Here's the gallop I was talking about. <laughs> so happy birthday, Steve Harris of Iron Maiden. He's 63. <laughs> Uh, it's Ron Jeremy's birthday today. Oh, there you go. Ron Jeremy. <laughs> we just <laughs> comes to a crashing halt. Uh, he's so gross, and he's gotten he gross. gross. He's gotten grosser over the years. He's always a good guest, and we've had yes. him on. But He's he, been in studio, right? A couple oh, yeah. times. Yeah. He mm-hmm. is just an unattractive, hideous-looking guy. Gross, yeah, man. Yeah. Even in his prime. Oh, my he God. He wasn't that good looking. He was a Playgirl centerfold. Do you remember that? Yeah. Mm. Helps so, when you have a nine-inch penis. And yeah. that really helped uh, propel him, too. <laughs> I think or it's, weigh him down. I think it's Joe Rogan who has a joke about how he he used to. Ron Jeremy used to be able to uh, yeah, oh, take gosh. care of himself orally. Take care of himself orally, and he, he and and but he said, you know what, cheeseburgers are better. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> In other words, he gave up being yes. able to pleasure himself orally for cheeseburgers. Cheeseburgers are better. It's a great observation. Uh, he's he's a really funny guy. Ron is uh, sixty six today. Jamie Alexander, actress in uh, Thor, Thor: The Dark World. She's great. Well. Yeah, she's uh, 35 years old today. Always enjoyed her. I forgot her character's name in Thor. Can you pull that up, Nick? Sif. Sif. S-I-F, yeah. Wow, okay. She's a badass in the <laughs> movies. Uh, Aaron Eckhart. Yes. Uh, from Aaron Brockovich and The Dark Knight. It was Harvey Dent in that. Um, so good Sully, in the he's yes. in that. Uh, we had him in the studio once or twice, yeah? One time for sure, and that was back uh, around Aaron Brockovich time. I think so, yeah. <clears throat> and very nice guy. Local guy, too, wasn't he? Wasn't he, isn't he from the area? You know, no, right? he grew up in California. Yeah, California's local. Yeah, 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 yeah. Local. He's from the United North States. North America. miles away. <laughs> Western He's Hemisphere. It's like our neighbor. Yeah, for God's yeah. sakes. Somebody said, uh, Kensington. somebody said that he should uh, he'd be uh, an option for Pierre. For that. I did. I, that was you? Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's uh, 51 today. Uh, Liza Minnelli. Yeah. Uh, Cabaret, <laughs> Arthur, yeah. daughter of Judy Garland. 
super talented. You remember like uh, uh, the uh, Arthur? You know the her, her how lovable she was. In she that? was good in it. Yeah. Super yeah, talented cabaret. It. Yes. You never saw Arthur? No. Mm-hmm. You know what? She bothers me. That's why. I, I think, understand. Yeah. If you watch Arthur, I think you will eliminate a lot of that bothering. Though you have to remember that was eighty-one years ago. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, very much that uh, that stage voice. Yeah. yeah. You know she. With all that vibrato. You know who loved her? Absolutely loved her? Freddie Mercury. Oh, yeah. Loved Liza Minnelli at his tribute concert at uh, Wembley uh, when all the stars come out. You remember the... the uh, David Bowie and uh, from uh, Eurythmics singing uh, Under Pressure uh, were amazing. At that same show, uh, Liza Minnelli came out and Brian May, I'll never forget it, goes... Essentially, he told the audience, he's like, you guys aren't going to get this, but Freddie was a huge, huge fan and would be absolutely blown away at the fact that she would be here. So she came out and sang a song. I forgot he was, that. He was a massive fan of hers. Uh, so she is celebrating her 73rd birthday today. Uh, Barbara Feldon, who was Agent 99 on Get Smart. What a great show. She was one of the... Um, she, so the first time she appeared on television was for a Razor commercial or something like that. And she had that purr, you know, that sort of that that um, sexy, sultry voice. Huh, okay. And that's what that's what launched her to fame. She's eighty six now. Eh. Uh, <laughs> Nick Daryl Strawberry's birthday. Hey! Got his rookie car. Yeah, gonna retire on that, right? <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that is my retirement plan. Uh, Don't worry, son. I have a yeah great I, baseball car. I've told this story many times, but Doc Gooden and Daryl Strawberry at the George Washington Motor Lodge off of two hundred two <laughs> and uh, eight bucks per person to get their autograph. Uh, on the rookie cards, and they could not have been more disinterested in being there. I believe well, it, man. Nick, I have some scrimshaw done by Mookie Wilson. Okay. So, no yeah. way. Yeah. He's 57, and the last birthday is Mitt Romney. Mitt, Mitt Romney. Former governor of Massachusetts. Full name Mittens K. Romney. Mittens? <laughs> I don't know what his full it's, name is. It actually is it's his middle name. right? No, it's oh. his middle name, Willard Mitt Romney. Willard. Yeah. Yeah, I'd go with Mitt, too. Mitt. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, he's 72, so happy birthday. Everybody celebrating one today. Let's see if we can get an answer uh, to this stupid question. The brand Reebok is named after what? 215. Two, uh, no, Rick, not your penis. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm, not. I'm sorry I'm not going to go to your Damn call, it. but uh, but that's a, that's a nice try. <laughs> uh, we'll go to Joe. Hey, Joe, good morning. Hey, what's up, guys? You guys rock. Thank oh. you, Joe. I appreciate it. So the brand Reebok is named after What? An African antelope? Yeah. Oh. An antelope. I didn't know that. That's why the little okay. logo has that shape. So you got it right. Hang on the line there, Joe. We are going to set you up with a pair of tickets as the Atlantic City Beer and Music Festival is hosting the first ever Atlantic City Beer Week, March 25th through the 31st. One grand prize winner, by the way. We'll also receive an overnight stay for Friday, March 29th at Bally's. And you can visit acbeerfest.com. For more information, uh, we'll start local. Kevin Hart has announced his return to comedy. Uh, he wrote on social media, market calendars, damn it. My comedy special will be dropping on April 2nd on Netflix. I can't wait. Let's go. Uh, the post also included a teaser trailer featuring him standing in a red spotlight that zooms in uh, into Netflix's logo. And the special was filmed in front of 15,000 people in London as part of Hart's most recent tour, Irresponsible. I know he's played the link before, but yes. 15,000 15, is a big crowd. That's, it is a big crowd. It's kind of like doing the, the Wells Fargo Center, a little bit smaller than that. But 
Uh, this is Hart's first stand-up special for the mega streamer. Uh, though his work, including Kevin Hart's Guide to Black History, has been shown on the streamer as of late. This is his first comedy show since the whole Oscars thing. So he still has loads of movies coming out and uh, has been working, I think, on Jumanji 2. Uh, but yeah. he also, I mean, he's even on regular TV commercials. You see him pushing, yeah. what is it, a credit card? Credit card, I think, Yeah, something. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he just doesn't stop. Yeah, he's doing well. Kim Kardashian is continuing to fight for criminal justice reform, according to E Online. A source has confirmed. Uh, a source has confirmed that Kim has agreed to pay five years of rent for a man named Matthew Charles, a former inmate who was denied housing after being granted clemency. TMZ reports that Kim heard about Charles's story through an article on Twitter. Apparently, he was first granted early release in May of 2016 by mistake and was ordered to finish out the rest of his sentence two years later. Uh, she reached out to him and his friend privately on Sunday to offer to pay his rent and help him find a stable place to live. You can't say she's not walking the walk with mm-hmm. this. I yeah, mean, you know, right. for all that the naysayers may say, and there is nay that has been said. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, she's really stepped up. Charles took to Facebook to share the news and reveal that Kim, said he said, heard about my situation. She was moved by it. He said, Kim did not do this for attention or publicity, uh, but I had to share it because it's too good not to, and my heart is about to burst with happiness, uh, that I wish you to rejoice in this news with me. Thank you, Kim Kardashian West and Tracy, for the love shown to me when I was locked up, and now that I'm free, my heart is enlarged, he says. That's unhealthy. It is unhealthy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I think I checked into. Yeah. I'm having trouble breathing. Now, Chloe... Seems to be doing just fine. Speaking Thanks. of large hearts. After her breakup with Tristan Thompson, uh, Chloe hit up Vegas over the weekend mm. in honor of besties and twins Malika Hack and Khadija Hack oh. McRae. So the Hacks. As they celebrated their 36th birthday. Their last name is spelled H A Q Q, I assume. It's pronounced Hack. I don't Let's know. Let's go with that. I like Hack. Not really sure. Hawk is good too because you do that for loogies. <laughs> yeah. I wish one of their first names was Hackity. So look at this person in this in this mesh outfit. Don't talk back. <laughs> Chloe's yeah, a, yeah. she's a big even and she's in great shape. Yeah. She's just structurally large. She's really tall. You know that battleships are sturdy, <laughs> and, but yes. they're big. And well, that okay. she's broad. How tall is she? She's I mean, six it, nine. <laughs> wow. Well, I don't know. She's taller than this guy. Yeah. Uh, in in this picture, which makes her look really, really, really big. So uh, it's a good question, Nick. Can you pull up her yeah. stats? And Five see? ten. She's 5'10", okay. And I say this with and all... And probably wears heels, too. Yes, which yeah. puts right, probably right, right. over six yep. feet. Mm-hmm. It, with all compliments, with the blonde hair and everything, she no longer looks like a grizzly bear. Mm-hmm. She now <laughs> looks like a polar bear. Polar bear. <laughs> and I say that with all flattery intended. Blonde hair. We're looking at her. She's wearing a fishnet stocking cat suit. Yes, to enhance the polar bear look. I uh, like the darker hair better on her. I do, too. No kidding. She okay. looks too fake. Uh, yeah. She looked so natural before. Yeah. And uh, Tristan's in town tonight. The Cavs are playing the Sixers at uh, the Wells Fargo Center. Mm-hmm. Wow. And in this picture of her in this white cat suit, by the way, uh, look at the nails, man. Those are talons. How mm-hmm. do you conduct any business? With those... How do you type? How do you work on your How phone? How do you do it, girls? How do you do it, girls? I can't take it. I keep slicing my throat. You know, once you have because I scratch my huge undulating Adam's out. Once you have them on for a few days, you get used to it. Yeah, immediately. I see a lot of girls come in and they'll girls. They come in from the you know the pads on the 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 fingers. So you'll see them like yeah, like they flatten their hand out. Yeah. 
Like our intern who was or, here yesterday. Or like when Nicole Kidman um, was clapping. And, and... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. They, they flatten their hand yeah. out and use uh, almost to, they almost skip that first right. knuckle. Uh, on yeah, their yeah. fingers, you know. <laughs> right. It's kind of strange, but that's what you got to do if you want to have the nails. Kind of, listen, it's just part of the thing of looking fierce. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, okay, so maybe there's an invention here. Maybe there's something you could put at the end of the tip of these things. Well, is there something that you could use, Casey, to remove extra long fingernails? I don't know, like a fingernail clipper? Yeah, but that's not what they're going for. But if, like, all right, so, all right, so but how about, on. like, you have a stylus, right? Why not like have stylus type stuff? I, I know what you're saying. Yes, yeah, yeah, so something do. something that would register uh-huh. on a touch screen. They do mm-hmm. have some type of sense on. They what? go on fingernails. Oh no no no! I, no so he's, you saying, he's saying actually well, they don't the have nail. those, and now I'm in a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. go think... on, Elon Musk. Let's hear more. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know if I guess the nail doesn't work on the cell phone, but you're... I think it's more so it doesn't. They don't break their nail. Well, they but... don't want to be chipping away at the nail. Oh, I thought it was it. because it wouldn't work. I mean, maybe, but yeah. also you're not. You know what I mean? They're not going to keep tapping their nail because it'll chip or break. Your case, they already invented it. <laughs> no, those things are dumb. They're d- they're stupid. But that's books. exactly yeah. what you're talking about, but, case. But, but he's saying not... something something that would be right inconspicuous. In would... Yes, so you can still look pretty. Almost yeah. like mm-hmm. a uh, like a polish that has that uh, whatever that silicone it... is. In, in well, they have like, like crazy that. polishes now that like change colors with your mood, and then they the have magnet. like oh, metal got it all, stuff. girlfriend. Yeah. yeah. All right. So anyhow. Uh, much of the fun in Vegas was documented on social media. I know it's a shocker, but Chloe was had uh, custom donuts spelling their names waiting on the plane. Well, the other girls, those ones look like donuts. Her donut looked like a toilet seat. Uh, she decorated their Lux Vegas suite with custom happy birthday you balloons. <laughs> Uh, and they decked themselves out in party-worthy finery, as I mentioned, the fishnet cat suit. The trio hit up a casino to do a little gambling. Then they dined at uh, Hakkasan Sunday night. After that, they hit up the nightclubs where the twins were toasted with bottles of bubbly and a gorgeous cake. So she's, she's letting loose. Tristan is just history at this point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Big fat freaking donuts. Uh, <laughs> Look at the polar bear. <laughs> Following the Epic Girls weekend, Chloe posted an upbeat shot of True with her feet in the sand at the beach and a cute pair of shades on. Oh, she brought True with her? And narrated the slideshow. No, this is a different, this is after the weekend. Okay. And then she wrote, Future's so bright, she's got to wear shades. <laughs> Um, hey, do you think um, do you think Kendall will be at the game tonight with Tristan playing on the court? Well, apparently Kendall was at the Cherry Hill Mall again yesterday. Wow, yes. they really love the was Cherry Hill Mall. Was she things remembered? Uh, no, I'm sorry, she was at the Best Buy in Mount Laurel yesterday. She was at the Cherry Hill Mall over the weekend. Okay, uh, all right. Why does a billionaire go to? Or no, that's, no, that's no. Had, I mean, like, what, wait, hold, what, what were you gonna say? Go to Best Buy. What? Maybe they needed a phone case. Maybe they needed a phone case, Preston. Don't you see? We're buying a vacuum, guys. And then then Kathy countered with, maybe they needed a phone case. Wait a minute. They go to Louis Vuitton for that. They go to to Gucci. They get the Duke's Hazard phone case (laughs) at the Best Buy. Do you have one that has only the Daisy Duke? (laughs) 
Not even the show, the movie <laughs> yeah, yeah, with Johnny yeah, right, Knoxville. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, you have Sean the TV Wayne. show. She needed a charger. Maybe. No, I want she, with they, she broke her charger and she needed a new Did one. you not hear me? They were getting a vacuum. They were getting oh, a I vacuum. Oh, you were joking too. No, no, oh. they were totally getting a vacuum. And Seriously? by the way, I get oh, all my him. vacuums at Kohl's. Okay. Hey, who goes to cash. Best Buy for a vacuum? This right? morning, Casey Foster revealed. <laughs> Wait a minute. That when it comes to purchasing vacuums, he gets all of his at Kohl's. What do you mean? Who goes to Best Buy for vacuums? They have a, they have loads of. of uh... I didn't know they had. Oh vacuums. yeah, they have. Do they have like they washer have and dryer. Yes. Yes. Yeah, they have refrigerators. They got all that stuff. I See, bought I my. Would... I bought my coffee. Ma- I bought my espresso machine there and my Shark vacuum cleaner. See, I only go for phone cases and chargers. Oh, uh, <laughs> maybe if you stop sending your limo driver in and you went in, you'd know what they have. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Jeeves, go in and buy me a phone case and make sure it's Stukes of Hazard. Anyway. All right, so... Anyway. Source tells People Magazine that uh, Chloe is healing from the painful breakup but has no plans to date anytime soon. She just needs some time of her own. She was actually tearing it up because she went over to the the dam there with a straw and drank all the water. (laughs) Wow. Hey, uh, here you go. This is great. Give me some uh, Always Sunny music, please. We're going to need this. Rob McElhenney, Mac, our good friend... Is already making friends with new Philly Bryce Harper. Uh, the It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Creator spotted yeah. a photo from the Phillies that uh, screamed for his commentary and reached out to Harper on Twitter on Monday. So it initially, the Phillies posted a picture of Bryce and it was right as uh, on the background advertisements on the wall at Spectrum Field, there was a uh, almost like a brilliant uh, shining oh, star yeah. above his head. And they wrote, uh, Dayman, Fighter of the Nightman, Champion of the Sun. So they were just having some fun. Yes. And I don't even think that Rob was tagged on no, this or anything. But he got rind of it, and he wrote back, Hey, Bryce, I feel like I can call you, Bryce, because we are so much alike. Want to have a catch? And he jumped back and said, You sure can call me, Bryce. And I bet this will be a real grand slam of a friendship. Oh Let's have a catch sometime this summer at the bank. And then Rob got back, and he included Mike Trout. He wrote, deal. Hey, Mike Trout, you want in on this? I know I can't throw as fast as you, but I think you would be impressed with my speed. I like your hair. (laughs) These are the things we can talk about and more. See you in 2020. Oh, this is amazing. So this is going to happen, obviously. Well, and to nothing endears you quicker to the fan base. Obviously, the fact that... Bryce is here, you know, uh, but the fact that he's, uh, or somebody in the camp, but by, I hope he himself is a uh, Always Sunny fan, but this is hilarious. Yeah, if he gets on board, that'll yeah. even, uh, you know, in, you know, even gild him even stronger yeah. here for us. So, uh, th- that's uh, that's pretty sweet, it and is. Uh, we'll have to uh, we'll have to see where that relationship goes. We're overdue to talk to Rob. We need to see what's going on with him. Because I also read that, uh, uh, Glenn Howerton had said that we're going to see more Dennis in the next season of It's Always Sunny. So, wow. Uh, yeah, so. Because it's, it's, he's juggling that in AP yep. bio. Yep, exactly. Uh, what else I have for you here? Let's go with this. There's uh, industry whispers that a sequel to Bohemian Rhapsody might be in the early planning There's stages. a sequel to Bohemian Rhapsody. That's not a good idea. <laughs> where where, uh, where do you they, take that? Uh, yeah, I don't think they need to do that. Uh, Rudy Dolezal, who directed wow. videos for the band and became close friends with Freddie Mercury during his life, told Page Six in an interview about the Queen's legendary manager, Jim Beach, he said, I'm sure he plans a sequel that starts with Live Aid. Uh, and he added that the follow-up film is now being heavily discussed in the Queen family. I mean, if you think about it, the, the drama of uh, of contracting AIDS 
and then dying as a result of uh, HIV AIDS. I mean, that that's a compelling story. Yeah, and it could lead to what we were talking about earlier, the tribute concert for him, which was huge. Mm-hmm. You never know. Uh, yeah, okay. I, listen, I don't if, think it needs if, to be done. If it's, exactly. If it's no. good, I mean... I would take some liberties. Mm. I would have them attend, the remaining band members attend Space Camp. Mm. I think that might be interesting. That was popular at the time. It was very popular at the time. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we'll see if that ends up happening. Uh, How about this? Uh, Meghan Markle and Kate Middleton looked pretty into each other. Oh, no. (laughs) They they look pretty into each other. (laughs) I'm pretty looking into you. I like what I see. (laughs) You're you're pretty. (laughs) Maybe we can have catch and play catch sometime. (laughs) They looked pretty into each I other. I like your hair. Oh! At the Commonwealth oh. Day service. I know. I said I used the wrong emphasis. Uh, and they were greeting each other like long-lost besties. Kate and Megan hugged and exchanged oh my God. a double-cheek kiss inside Westminster Abbey. Katie poops. <laughs> the gleeful... Megan Monster! The, <laughs> the gleeful show of good-natured chumminess... Appears to be a response to the ongoing rumors the sisters are now We're feuding. scissor sisters. Oh, my God. <laughs> Prince William and Prince Harry also exchanged effusive greetings with each other. It's and so great to be effusive with you. And their brothers chose one. As, as What? And their brothers chosen and one? And their brothers chose one. <laughs> the hell? Just as I see you, welcome to Pandora. <laughs> I see you. <laughs> what about you? You know, we don't understand the way they communicate over there. Uh, they were accompanied by the serv- at the service by Queen Elizabeth II, Prince Charles, and Camilla, Duchess of Cornwall. So everything seems to be happening. That was off to Frogmore. In that camp. Uh, let's see. Gwyneth Paltrow admits that uh, not everyone has time for her on stage. At oh, South that's by, so sad. South by Southwest CNN anchor Poppy Harlow. The Goop founder revealed that Jeff Bezos heard that she had mentioned him ghosting her in the Wall Street Journal. Uh, she said, in the Wall Street Journal, they asked me about my mentors, uh, and I said, oh, sometimes I cold call people, and they said, well, has anyone not called you back? And I said, yes, Jeff Bezos. Apparently, he regretted it. So after that uh, came out, I got an email, and the subject was Jeff Bezos, and the sender was Jeff Bezos. The body of the email said, hi there, Gwyneth. Uh, the Wall Street Journal told me you want to talk to me, so I wrote him back, and then he wrote me, and then I said I would die for the opportunity to sit down and ask you a bunch of questions, and he never wrote me back. Maybe we can have a catch sometime. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but she said it doesn't matter because he's got a lot going on. I know uh, SNL was not uh, a real home run this past weekend, but no. uh, Gwyneth Paltrow was on it making fun of herself, uh, and she did a pretty good job. And Steve, I know... We might self- have a clip of that. Self- that we we do. over the other day. We do, yeah. So uh, that the, the cast member that she's uh, uh, playing with in the bit, uh, Preston, does a character where she is a Goop employee. She's done it before on the show. And so all these, um, see if you can, if you, if not, there's no, no big, it's, yeah, no it's big. not over yet. Yeah. Um, it's okay. Yeah. But, I didn't, so she, the I, original time they did the character, I, I, I enjoyed it, but it basically works for goop and doesn't really know what the products do. Gotcha. So that was the joke, the conceit. All right. Uh, as the Emmy winning HBO fantasy drama Game of Thrones is, uh, sets its six episode return on April 8th. Uh, USA Today took a look at a few key numbers. April eighth. I thought it was until I thought it was like the fourteenth or something. Oh, like are that. you behind schedule? No, no, no I'm oh, good. Okay, I'm, good. I'm I'm almost done. I'm very very close. In fact, I've had to I've been to slow down. Uh, so they say so they ran some numbers in USA Today. So here are some numbers as far as Game of Thrones goes. Seventy three. That's the number of episodes of the show, including the eighth and final upcoming season. 
80 is the number of minutes that the show's longest and most recent episode is. It's called The Dragon and the Wolf. Uh, an hour plus is the length of all the six coming uh, upcoming six episodes. 32.8 million is the average audience for season seven, the show's most popular. It's had 132 total Emmy nominations, 47 Emmy statuettes earned, and 186 deaths so far. As far as the, I think, known characters, because there's thousands right. of them killed throughout it. Uh, and apparently 14 is the percent probability of dying within the first hour of appearing on screen. Uh, meanwhile, Amelia Clark, who plays Daenerys Targaryen, is has got fran- fans freaking out with her reaction to her character's fate. Once learning of what happened, she tells Esquire that she wandered London for three hours aimlessly. Uh, she added, it might as well have been raining, and I would have just walked in not knowing what to do. Wasn't she kind of tipping off what happens? She says, plus there were loads of tears and wine on her end. She said, that was the moment I realized that alcohol can also be a depressant, and I was kind of nursing a glass of wine uh, going, I don't know why I'm not uh, getting any happier from this. I don't know why she would be so uh, upset. I mean, the show comes to an, an end. end. It's not like she's being uh, canceled out of it halfway through. Yeah. yeah, so um, well, I think you know maybe as to what that means. I mean, it, maybe it was just like the full realization that of the wrap up. Is, yeah, all right, it's possible. Uh, but it's uh, it's coming, so that's going to be on April eighth. Uh, let's see here. Ev- uh, Westworld star Evan H. R- Evan Rachel Wood is opening up about past abuse that she suffered. Yeah, she'd mentioned something about this a couple of months ago, and I guess she's filling that out a bit. This is at a former partner's hand. She didn't name him, but she did say that his abuse uh, caused her to harm herself. Uh, she wrote, when my abuser would threaten or attack me, I cut my wrists as a way to disarm Ooh. him. She wrote on Instagram. That's pretty Jesus. wild. I always saw her as kind of uh, wounded. Well, you know the first I mean? time you saw her was in that movie 13. Oof. So she's kind of troubled in that. Even for a kid to be acting in a movie. Right, like right, that, right. It's got to have some kind of an effect on him, you know? I wonder what the story is with the Westworld because a number of their outdoor sets were destroyed by those fires. Yeah. So, you know, they're having to make up time for that. Oh. Good question. She's great in, in she Westworld. She is. Uh, let's see. The. Oh, uh. His stint on Bravo didn't last, but Jerry O'Connell is back with a gig hosting a daytime show. It's called Jerry O. Jerry O. Yeah, produced by Funny or Die. Uh, the show will include celebrity guests and comedy segments. I don't know if it's going to be a talk show or I, what. Well, I, he hosted. He was hosting uh, Wendy Williams for a while, you know, and uh, it's it seems to be a hybrid of both. It seems to be tonally, from what I saw. Kind of like Letterman's daytime show okay. years ago. Uh, it doesn't have a permanent home yet, but will air on Fox-owned stations for a three-week tryout starting in August. Uh, O'Connell said, uh, I love daytime, I love watching it, and have fallen in love with guest hosting it. Whether asking people to cash me outside or ask him, how you doing? Uh, daytime is a big part of my life, and this is going to be fun. A fun time that everyone is invited to. Let's party. That, that's what we need. We need fun. Yeah. yeah. And we need to party. Um, I was just thinking about uh, Stand By Me and, and how much I love that movie and, and obviously how much he has changed since then. Burn. You know? Burn. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, that movie ends with Richard Dreyfus sitting in the car, and he looks down at the newspaper, and, and spoiler alert, uh, you know, one of the, the cast was, was killed later on in life. And I wonder if... There would be a decent and because these guys are all old enough to sort of play. Oh, to do a those uh, parts a now. Sequel. They're getting together for his funeral or something along those lines. I, the, the sequel that they're talking about is called "Help Me Stand Up." 
I can't do it anymore. <laughs> Help me stand. Uh, it could be. Up. It could be interesting um, because. Corey the, Feldman needs a win in his life. Well, Corey Feldman and, and Jerry O'Connell's characters, as, as he writes in it, they just kind of mm-hmm. they just kind of disappeared. He said yeah. they became another person in the hallway, and that's it. Yep, yep. Great line, which Stephen King wrote from that. He goes, "People come in and out of your lives like busboys at a restaurant. Yeah, uh, friends come in and out of your lives like that. And it's 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 spot on. So, oddly enough, most of my friends are busboys. I know. It's yeah, yeah, strange because I, I took that to heart when he was advised. Yeah, I'm like, uh, would you be my friend? Yeah, sure. sure I'll be your friend. Got to clean up this table first. Yeah, yeah. It's a mess. Following the launch of DC Superhero Girls on Cartoon Network, a new DC Superhero Girls graphic novel has been announced. Uh, this is according to the series writer Amy Wolfren. She said, I'm very excited to be working on DC Superhero Girls. Uh, not only do we get to see these iconic superheroes in action as they protect Metropolis, we also get to peek behind the masks and capes and see their secret identities as they deal with an even greater challenge. Sounds Being like... a teenager in high school. Wow. I don't know anything about Sounds that. Sounds like something that's only been done 150 times before. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know much about the, that. This whole DC channel, this whole DC streaming service, mm-hmm. has a whole bunch of programs on it. They're building more and more. There's now a glut of superhero shows on television. You yeah. just can't stay up. It's just too much. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Stop yep. it! At least you get to pick and choose, though, you know? Yeah, well, Arrow's coming to an end. There's, that series yeah. is finally finishing off. Does that mean The Flash will end, too? No. Because they're, they're tethered, sort it's A of. little bit, yeah. Okay. They, they do crossovers. All right, and then uh, one last story. Grey's Anatomy has teamed up with Make-A-Wish Foundation to help grant a young lady named Isabel uh, her dream of meeting Ellen Pompeo. Uh, Grey shared a sweet video of the 17-year-old meeting uh, with Pompeo on the set, she got her own scrubs, a lab coat, and got to meet her hero. She said that was really cool. Make-A-Wish is amazing. Uh, over his 15th season, Grace has uh, granted 17 wishes. Uh, the ABC show shared footage of the touching moment on Twitter on Monday, so they're doing good over there. Let's get to the clips, if you don't mind. Arrested Development has taken a lot of twists and turns since it debuted in 2003. In this clip, Tony Hale, who plays Buster... Reveals how the writers keep the storyline straight after 16 years. There was all these cards of different storylines, and then there was like these strings that attached, and it just looked like some psycho killer's war room. But it's anytime we can kind of get together, and our personalities, our character personalities are so different. Like Job is such an egomaniac. I'm such a so freaked out. So anytime we can get together, that's a fun, really fun energy to play. Rest Development Season Five, Part Two, streams on Netflix this Friday. Here's the next clip. Jason Clark has shown versatility in movies like First Man, Terminator, and Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Here, his co-star from the upcoming drama The Aftermath, Kira Knightley, talks about the success of his characters when they act together. Nothing good ever happens when we're married. Um, there he dies, then this time we, our son dies. I mean, you know, it. Uh, but he he is such a wonderful actor, and I, I just totally love working with him. Hey! The Aftermath premieres this Friday, by the way. Did you see Everest? I did not. So they're married in the in the in the movie. It's based on a true story, obviously. Who, who's married? Uh, Kira Knightley and uh, Jason. Uh, oh, they're in the same movie. Together? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jason Clark. Okay, yeah. They're so in, they're uh, in that movie. and they they have great chemistry. All right, nice. All right, and there you go, friends. That's what I have for you: our entertainment report this morning. We are going to take a break. We have a lot to get to today. We're ramping up for this uh, trip to Florida. We're leaving. What's today? Tuesday. We're leaving day after tomorrow. Yes. 
and uh, courtesy of our friends at Xfinity, but we'll tell you about some of the things we have planned. And uh, if you're going to be there, we hope you'll come and see us. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us, my friend. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WNMR. What's new? Glad you asked. Rival Sons. Godsmack. New music. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. What's that? I just heard you yell sure on the microphone. I'm sorry. You brought the mics up. We're we're planning uh, Kathy's commercial. Oh, okay. We're very... Forward thinking here, Preston. We're going to talk about the quip for the time being. <laughs> Fresh breath, healthy teeth. These are the things you need to have to put out a good impression, obviously. And That's what I'm saying, sure about. If, if you are not doing it properly, it, it could be counterproductive. The Quip electric toothbrush is exactly what you're looking for. Number one, it's a it's a slender design. Well, you know, I mean, honestly, I've had electric toothbrushes in the past. You never travel with those things. The Quip goes in my bag. Yeah. I'm going to take it with me to Florida. I agree. I just love it. Do the same thing. Uh, the built-in two-minute timer pulses every 30 seconds. Reminds you when to switch sides. Helps you guide into a full clean. So you're actually getting the best brush you can possibly get. And what's wonderful, too, is the brush heads are automatically delivered on a dentist-recommended schedule every three months for just five bucks. I just got mine recently. Yeah, absolutely. You never have to worry about that. Switched over. You're going to love this. Your mouth is going to love it. So uh, Quip starts $25. If you go to getquip.com slash WMMR right now, you get your first refill pack for free with a Quip Electric Toothbrush. First refill pack free once again at getquip.com slash WMMR. There's so much to love about every Wawa hoagie. The way the cheese melts on top of the meatball. All the delicious layers stacked on the Italian. What's new? Glad you asked. Thrice. Everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. Very much, Kathy. Uh, let's see. Some junk drawer items that I need to clean out of my pile of stuff. I would like to pass along to you because otherwise they'll just get tossed out and we'll, we'll never get a chance to discuss these Listen, things. Just because it ends up in the junk drawer doesn't mean it's not important. No, no, And if no, it was no. to just be cast off into the ether, it'd be a loss for our listeners. I agree. Uh, you buy Phil- that crap? <laughs> Philly, you bought it? <laughs> Philly Mag has released their 50 most expensive neighborhoods and towns around Philadelphia. I'm not going to go through all 50, but I'll mention a few of them. Just do the just top give, 49. Give you an idea. Just we'll, we'll do that, okay? But I'll do them out of order. <laughs> right. uh, no. I appreciate that. And I'm very happy for Casey because oh, yeah. uh, number one falls in Delco. Kind of. Villanova. Kind yes. Of. Well, wait a minute. I thought Villanova was in... Uh... It's, it shares uh, Delco and Monco. There's a county line road goes right in the middle Splits of Villanova. It. So, okay. it cut, but, so that it cuts after... But what well, I say is, because, you know, when I was saying, oh, you know, Delco has a championship, when Nova men's basketball won last year, 
Um, people were like, well, that's in uh, Montgomery County. I said, nope, the pavilion is on the Delco side. Oh, is it really? <laughs> yes. I okay. think the whole campus is in uh, Delaware the County. The whole thing? That's, yeah. I was thinking the same thing, Nick. I yeah. believe so, yeah. It's funny. But I, the town is is split. Yes. Right? So yeah. I, I actually, I live in Villanova. Uh, I don't live in uh, a mansion, but I live in, in the zip code that's the oh. richest. Uh, but my ex-wife also lives in Villanova. She lives in uh, Montgomery County. I live in Delaware County. We live in two different that? two different school districts. So the average price in 2018, I assume this is for a home, uh, what it has, it just says average price 2018, $1,125,280. Yeah. That's average? Average. average. Yeah. Wow. So did you, you pay about that, Nick? I paid about that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right around the average. It is, listen, uh, it's, uh, wow. it's a gorgeous area. I love living there. Uh, driving around or even taking walks around those neighborhoods, it's, it's just mansions. I mean, it's just staggering how much money there is. We were looking uh, when we were, uh, you know, uh, Going for our second house here, and uh, it, it, we checked that area out. Yes, it's you're right. It's a lot of that, Nick, and, and far too much space for two people. I, mm-hmm. I like doing what you guys do, which is occasionally just go to open houses or you yes. know, check the real estate market or whatever. And I saw a house, and I was like, oh, you know, and I moved about a year and three months ago. And I was like, oh, this one's nice. You know, may, maybe it's somewhere near my price range. It's probably a little bit over, but it might be approachable. It was listed at $1.7 million. Yeah, we, we checked out one over there, Nick, uh, 10,000 square feet. Oh, my God. 10,000 Square feet. It's a ridiculous mm-hmm. amount of room. Uh, if you if you're a fan of indoor chariot races, yeah. that's perfect. I'll get you just a couple of more of these because following up in second place is Upper Makefield Township oh. in Buxco. Hey! Yeah, it's beautiful there. Uh, the average price, though, is quite a bit of a drop from that. It's nine hundred forty thousand eight hundred eighty six dollars. You save sixty thousand dollars. You save a couple hundred thousand dollars. Uh, Gladwin is third hmm. I'm on surprised. The, the main line. Yeah. I'm actually surprised that um, Upper Makefield is ahead of, of Gladwin. I mean, it is beautiful there. I always thought uh, it was a Gladwin of, a little bit more expensive. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I have a lot I of agree. friends that live in Upper Makefield and, and grew up there. But, I mean, it, like I said, very nice. I'm just surprised Gladwin wasn't second. It, the average price only beats it by about $500. Oh, okay. It's squeaking by. And if you work in a margin of error, you're probably at the same you know, you know what's interesting in this article, Preston, on, on Philly Mag, is that some of these they show the percentage of change over the last few years, yes. and um, some of them, which are uh, on the higher end, have dipped. And I never quite understand why that happens. Like, there's, I think Rittenhouse Square is down a little bit, and uh, Gladwin was down sixteen <clears> percent. That's a lot. Yeah, the other two were up. Upper Makefield was up fifteen percent, and uh, Villanova up eleven percent. But you're, you're you're dealing with areas that have remained relatively the same for a long time. It's not like yeah. gentrification is taking place. There's, right. there, there's shifts in the areas around them we're looking at a house here preston uh, it's a lower estates um, and it's, <laughs> this is a, look at ma- this it's a mansion this is a bruce wayne caliber house yeah. uh number four on this list is uh an area i love chestnut hill oh in philadelphia the average price seven hundred ninety nine thousand dollars right around 800 grand so chestnut hill has become my jam i'm 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 all, you're close they're all the time i i you know when i i go on uh hikes or walks with the dog i'm always up around that area uh, that's uh, you know that's that's where I hang. Mm-hmm. And Love then, it. And we'll just do the top five. And we'll move on to something else. Uh, New Hope. Hope. <laughs> no, New Hope Borough in yeah in Bucks County. Bucks I'm County, sorry, Casey. Yeah. yeah. It's um, um yes. You you think of New Hope as that strip, right? Yeah. Like right through. I mean, if you just venture out a few blocks over um, from there, I mean, there are mansions. No kidding. Yeah. Wow. I've never. I've actually never done that. I've only been. In the that, town, yeah. because that's where I get all my warlock supplies. 
And uh, and I think it's beautiful, but I've, I have not ventured out into the surrounding areas. You're saying like oh, yeah, I mean, heavy cash? Yeah, there was um, a friend of mine used to live over there. They have since sold their house and moved a little uh, closer to like Wrightstown. But uh, yeah, I mean, their house was enormous. And then, you know, you look at the neighbors too, and it's like everyone has that size house. So again, please, if you listen to the show and you have one of these super huge houses... Invite us over just to show us around. We're nosy. We want to see how Invite you Invite us for lunch. That's it. We'll yeah. bring the lunch. Yeah, we're not high maintenance. Absolutely. We got some Deets and Watson products in here today. <laughs> so uh, that's number five. The average price is $766,610. Are these, these ranked? So these are ranked by price? Uh, yeah, by the average price. Okay. And what? So just give us the, the lowest. Uh, well, I have number 50, and I think it's where Man About Town lives. Doesn't he live in Narberth? He oh, does. Yeah. Yeah. I love that town. Yeah, it's... Narberth it is, is a really nice town. Yeah. I love it, too. <laughs> love the neighbors. Quality of life. Third leg of the stool. Open barn door. Tiffy Canoe and Tyler, too. Don't try to me. low-hanging fruit all over the place in Narberth. Did we do something on his front lawn once, or was that just... We were talking about it. We were going to. But we figured that the other neighbors in Narberth might not have been thrilled. I forgot what we were going to do. I think we were going to have somebody like mowing his lawn in a speedo or <laughs> something, something like, like that. that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's <laughs> at that's, like five in the morning. That's number fifty. But if you're interested, uh, Philly Mag, this came out uh, like last week. I think we just didn't have a chance to get to it. Uh, so interesting peek into mm. house prices in our area. I have some other things. More from the junk drawer. By the way, real quick, thank you to, I, I need to mention this, our friends at Three uh, J's Food Market and Old City Market uh, for bringing in delicious uh, spread this morning. Uh, and delis that will be featured in the upcoming Deeds and Watson Real Philly Deli Hoagie Guide uh, is being launched soon, just to let you know. I did not know there was going to be a guide. I didn't know that either, so thank you to Deeds and Watson. All right, moving on. Moving um, on. Pop music sounds pretty friendly and poppy, but it doesn't mean that it's uh, delivering the best messages. University of Missouri researchers analyzed the lyrics of 400 top Billboard songs released between 2002 and 2016, and did the same with rap slash hip-hop, rock, country, heavy metal, and R&B songs. Now, while rap and hip-hop are often criticized for the violent content, Reachers found the genre actually tied with pop music as the most violent of all genres. All right, so what were they basing? What was the judging criteria? I don't know. I don't know what they would consider a violent reference, Steve. Mm. But according to this study, and I, and I would like to look into that a little bit more, but con- yeah. country had the least amount of violent and misogynistic content, while nearly one-third of pop songs had lyrics that degrade women. Is I guess somehow or another they, they used that as uh, the benchmark. Okay. So so it's, it's, it's no violent slash misogyny. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh, that's interesting. Um, I don't listen to enough pop music to really get a feel for it. No, you know who do you think is the biggest perpetrator of uh, misogynistic, violent? Um, I, I pop music. I well, listen. I, I will say I this: um, like Bruno Mars, and I love him. He's got like huge mass appeal. But like when I, I and I hear kids singing the lyrics to his songs, I'm like, this is not right. I mean, right. like, like what? sex by the fire all night. Like, you know. Stop and think about the music we used to listen to, though, and, and you know, years ago. And um, no. Was, there were some, some suggestive lyrics. Yeah, no, well, suggestive lyrics. Yeah. These are blatant lyrics, you know? Like, so when you talk about... Um, Finger Blast and Boogie? <laughs> no. I never listened to that. I wasn't allowed to... Because yeah. it, it was blatant. My yeah, mom yes, but it was, exactly I think, honestly, Neil Sedak is best. No, so what's the one... <laughs> Night Moves, for instance. Yeah. You know... 
you know, pull up the lyrics for that. Yeah. <laughs> not was, one point does he say, I'm banging this chick in the car. It's you know? poetic. Yeah. yeah. He does as he's, as, as he's fading out. I was banging this chick in the car. Yeah. But, but then Steve, you get, like, Post Malone, and he's like, she got beautiful boobies. If you go back to the 1940s, there's the uh, finger banger boogie boy of a company, <laughs> company B. He's the finger banger boogie boy, boy of company, company B. B. Yes. So maybe we're not taking a good look <laughs> at all of these. Uh, <laughs> hmm. Uh, so anyhow, I, I'm surprised. I would like to see a further in-depth study of I, I exactly wanna... what they consider and the songs that are, that are considered to be violent. Exactly. Who's yeah. the biggest perpetrator? Yeah. All right. Anyhow, uh, you know what? I, another item. I was going to save this for music news, but. Is this a treat? Special treat? No, no, no. It's, it's, um, it's sad news. I was telling you about this uh, earlier this morning, Steve. Oh. Uh, one of the members of the Wrecking Crew passed away. And quite possibly the most recorded drummer of all time, a guy named Hal Blaine, and he's featured uh, quite a bit in the Wrecking Crew documentary, which Steve had turned me on to, about the 1960s recording sessions, 50s, 60s, 70s, um, that uh, this group of studio musicians that were called upon hit after hit after hit after hit. And this guy in particular, Hal Blaine, yeah, uh, was on so many songs, so <laughs> many... He, he was a part of... 38 number one songs. What? 38 number one 38 songs alone. One songs. That's a good record. I'm going to give you just a few of the titles. He passed away, by the way. He was 90 years old, and he died over the weekend. And by the way, just as a uh, little extra bit of information here, in many cases when they say performing on, he, they actually, this wrecking crew would actually help write sure. a, and add flourishes that became iconic to these hit songs they were a part of. So I'll give you just a few of these, okay? So Surf City by Jan and Dean, I Get Around by the Beach Boys, yeah. Everybody Loves Somebody by Dean Martin, Help Me Rhonda from the Beach Boys, Mr. Tambourine Man from the Birds, Eve of Destruction by Barry Maguire. What a great song. It is a great song. Uh, these Boots Are Made for Walking, Nancy Sinatra, Monday, Monday from the Mamas and Pop- Papas. He played drums on all of these. Uh, Strangers in the Night from Sinatra. Poor Side of Town from Johnny Rivers. Good Vibrations from the Beach Boys. God, do I love Poor Side of Town. Uh, Something Stupid from Frank and Nancy Sinatra. Uh, Windy from The Associate. I was just singing that. Everyone knows it's windy. Boom, boom. Uh, He played drums on Mrs. Robinson. Yeah. Simon and Garfunkel. Uh, He also, uh, Aquarius Let the Sunshine In, The Fifth Dimension. Uh, the love theme from Romeo and Juliet from Henry Mancini. Bridge over troubled water from Simon that and Garfunkel. Banging drum. Here's what surprised me. He was on a few Carpenter songs like They Long to Be Close to You. Karen Carpenter was a drummer. Yes. A good drummer. And they had Hal play on that. Uh, Cracklin' Rosie from Neil Diamond. Cracklin' Rosie, whatever the lyrics are. Uh, <laughs> I Think I Love You from the Partridge Family. Song Sung Blue from Neil Diamond. Uh, Half Breed from Cher. Oh, Annie's song from John Denver. Great that's, tune. That's a good song. Uh, Top of the World from the Carpenters. The Way We Were from Barbra Streisand. Uh, Thank God I'm a Country Boy from John Denver. Love Will Keep Us Together from the Captain and Tennille. Uh, Calypso from John Denver. And the theme from Mahogany or... Do you know where, where you're going, going to? to? Do you like the things that life is showing you? Diana Ross did Where that. are you going to? So this guy played drums on all that, and he performed on over 35,000 <laughs> records. I mean, wow. honestly, Nick, you I know, and, and Casey, obviously you're both into music. You like, um, and you, you like the backstory. The Wrecking Crew is one of the best. Yeah. Docu- I mean, yeah. so they're, they're talking to Brian Wilson. Brian Wilson, you know, arguably one of the, the, the greatest 
music geniuses of all time. And he's going on about how these guys were just, and, and woman, yeah. uh, were just so phenomenal and how they could just pick it, it right out. up. You know, pots and pans. Yep. We've, we've talked many times about uh, working actors, character <laughs> actors, working musicians. But, but to be able to do that for your entire life and to make a living and a, obviously a really successful living. I mean, this guy probably was at the top of his game, right? He was one of the well, best ever. Yeah. But the, just to be able to do that for as long as they were able to do it in the entertainment industry is really hard. Listen to this record, too. Uh, between 1966 and 71, Hal Blaine drummed on six consecutive Grammy Grammy Award Record of the Year winners. Oh Six God. years in Cons- a row. The, uh, that's unbelievable. <laughs> so he was a hell of a talent. His family, I love their statement. They said he was an inspiration to countless friends, fans, and musicians, and passed on today, March 11, 2019, at the age of 90. May he rest forever on two and four. Aww. I love that. <laughs> the family appreciates your outpouring of support and prayers that have been extended to Hal from around the world and respectfully request privacy in this time of great morning. No further details released at this time. So one of the greats of all time, Hal Blaine. Worth Sad. noticing. And if, and if you've, again, if you like anything like this, check... I, where Even if I the music it? is out of your realm, I think it's uh, I think it's on iTunes. I saw it on Netflix. Yeah. On Netflix, okay. yeah, you can find it. All right. Yeah, I Press have it. it. I have By the way, he want. played drums on the Batman theme song too. Uh, no way! Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. Who was that drummer when we went out and saw Jaquino in the studio? Alex Acuna. Yeah, and and why? Why is he such a legend? In the jazz world, he was with he was with Weather Report. Oh, love Weather Report. And he played with just. Everybody, okay. he's just one of those guys. It was a go-to guy, and he's one of those studio musicians who you put the music in front of them, and without ever even practicing it at all, even sitting there and just kind of messing around with it, the conductor will will, will count it off, and they start playing it, and they get it right the first time. Well, because in that industry, time is money. money. Yeah. Studio sessions are expensive, and they want you to get it right the first time. In The Wrecking Crew, there's a sequence where I forget who's talking about it, but a, a composer comes in and or, or yeah, somebody comes in and gives them you know sheet music and says, okay, I'll give you some time. Yeah, if you want to learn this, and and they just start playing it. Yeah. And, and how did you do that? And and uh, he goes, well, we've done a little bit, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're we're pretty good, you know. There he is, Nick. That's Alex Acuna on the when video. You, right when you there, saw him, yeah, seeing your face light up, and you, I think that's Alex Acuna. <gasps> and then you got to jam with him a little bit. Yeah, that's was, that was really cool. Pretty special. So, uh, anyhow, the great Hal Linden has uh, passed on. But he's, Hal Linden? He, from Hal, Barney Miller. No, 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 no. Hal Blaine, Hal Ladies and gentlemen, the star Barney Miller, oh, Hal Linden, known for being a member of the Wrecking Crew. How does a man achieve two simultaneously incredibly successful careers? This is him playing bass right here. Oh, Wait a second. You'll hear it right here. Yeah. yeah, this is this is that. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Hal Linden. Why? Hal Linden. Why? Why was he taken from us? One of the greatest mustaches of all time. Still no. alive. He's still alive. Yeah. All right, he's not dead. Why is he pretending he's dead? Is dead. Oh, Steve, news. Steve, I'll buy you breakfast if you can tell me uh, how <laughs> Lyndon's born name, what he, what he was oh born. God. I know oh! it's... <laughs> You'll know it, Steve. It's one of your favorite go-to last names. Jewish. Yeah! yeah! <laughs> what do you want for breakfast, yeah. my man? <laughs> <laughs> oh, give me some deets and watch. <laughs> All right, uh, wow, back in the that. junk drawer. Back in the junk drawer. Let me see what else I got. <laughs> All right, so Kathy for Lent is uh, cleaning out one item of her house per day. Over the 40 days. Is it one item or one room? Well, so I saw it as one item. You remove one item from the house each day. But what I've been doing is, like, 
completely clearing out rooms and boxes and basements and, and you've closets. said you're b- removing mostly religious artifacts Stop correct it. <laughs> i want no meaning inside that home whatsoever well, dell hall of dayton ohio says he's giving up all good beverages except for beer for all 46 days of lent so he's just drinking beer he's only consuming <laughs> the only liquid he's consuming is beer. Uh, how can I he get away with that yeah. is he a brewer by any chance or I don't know. He says that he's inspired by monks from the 1600s who would make a special Bach beer for Lent. Bach? Yeah. Yeah. Beer. <laughs> Stop yeah. it. Yeah. Monks. Yeah. Lent. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Thank you. You guys are idiots. So I, um, back in my drinking days, I used to go to, I used to go to a, it's not around anymore, but John Harvard's Brew House. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they had a, a beer naming contest. <laughs> okay. And it was a Bach beer. And I had a list of awesome Bach names for their beer. Okay. Bachy Balboa, yeah. Chewbacca, uh, I'll Be Bach. They went with Terminator Bach. And I was like, that is bull crap. They didn't use. So they whenever did, they, you they, mention Bach, Preston, I get, get I angry. Get, I get a, a Bach up. God damn it. What did he just say? I thought Bachy Balboa <laughs> and Chewbacca. Bachy Balboa. Bucky Balboa is perfect. It yeah. is. But, but they went with Terminator Buck. <laughs> Stupid. That doesn't go with, make go sense. with I'll be That Bach. doesn't make sense. It yeah. doesn't. Yeah. yeah. How right. about Bachbo? <laughs> We're Rambo fans. Bachbo. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> How about, about uh, Chester by the Sea? <laughs> Everything that box. <laughs> Everything Wait a that box. Second. Mm-hmm. I like it there, Preston. How about Boxing Day? So this guy is documenting his beer fast on his YouTube channel, and uh, he's he already reports he started to see weight loss uh, from the unusual. Are there any medical concerns? There's gotta uh, be. Yeah. Well, is is he is he foregoing food and simply no, subsisting? No, 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 no. no just no, liquid. No, this is the only liquid that he's drinking is beer. He's going to eat. Okay, but he's going to damage his liver. Um, well, it depends on how much he's drink. Does back well, in the also, day they would uh, like you would have it would be common to have beer for breakfast because uh, all the impurities were uh, you know the, sometimes oh, water yeah. could sure. be tainted, so they would drink beer to to make it well, safe. And I the guess. monks of yore that they're following, they would uh, subsist on beer and chicken nuggets. Is that it? <laughs> yeah. Well, let me ask you guys because I know. What? Where are the nuggets, brother? Now, um, when I started drinking, I couldn't, I can eat, you know, like, so if I went to like a barbecue or a dinner, or, eat? no, so one, so if I mm. went to a party, I needed to eat first because if I, once I started throwing beers back, I didn't want to eat. It's, right. It's, so you know look, what I mean? Look here is what it says. Beer will be the only thing on Hall's menu and he won't have solid food until Easter now, Sunday. See, I had heard differently. Get out of here. How could I? Well, he was saying, I saw a video of yeah. him talking about it and he's saying that it's considered liquid bread. Uh, can you get enough nutritional value from beer alone? I'm suspect of that. Yeah. I mean, there's... Because there's this there's is great news for alcoholics. There's carbohydrates in it. There's sugar in it, I would imagine. And um, there's um, there's barbecue sauce. Uh, maybe a little barbecue sauce. <laughs> uh, you would have to look up the nutritional uh, you know what? value of it. Uh, then uh, clearly, you su- mm. we know about the guy who lived off the Taco Bell sauce. Taco Bell sauce and beer. That was just for a couple days. Yeah. This guy's trying to do it for the entire time. So, uh, I don't know. Good luck to you, dude. We'll, uh, He'll have the healthiest cirrhosis of the liver ever. We'll check up on you down the road. Uh, here's another interesting story I found in my junk drawer. 
Facebook routinely blocks ads promoting women's health products, particularly the, particularly those that treat symptoms of menopause. Why? Um, the company has blocked most of the ads. Uh, Seattle startup called Pulse has tried to post on the social networking site over the last 18 months. Other companies like Pulse that offer vaginal lubrication and related products have also found their ads blocked by Facebook. And their experience is in sharp contrast with companies that offer products that treat erectile dysfunction or other men's health issues. So that's, they have no problem being unfair. boner medication on there. But if uh, if if a, a woman is interested in, um, you know, kind of slicking things up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I want to slick up the old badge. Uh, want to put a sheen on the beef. How do I go about that? How do I polish up this uh, flesh <laughs> mess down here? No, they, uh, they're generally... Those companies are generally able to run their ads on Facebook without. How do I cinch up the cooter pouch? Meaning the uh, uh, the erectile dysfunction, but the, uh, the the women's menopause products are a lot of times being That's uh, blocked. Yeah, very arbitrary. And sense. I think uh, uh, there's nothing. If you if you're going to allow boner medication, then there's, there's, the the... that that's more that... provocative than simply taking care of your hygiene. Yeah. I, mean, I, think, I don't think get it. I think there's something, and, I, and I'll paraphrase an old boss of ours. Yes. Uh, something icky about uh, menopause. About no, no, no. about uh, juices. About you know, uh, uh, right. so, and it was you know it, I mean? it was the most bizarre. A great guy, but here's the yeah, there was a song called Hemorrhage in My Hands. I remember, yeah. and uh, he thought that hemorrhage automatically incited thoughts menstruation. of menstruation. Right, so we had to call it in my hands instead of men. See, but but I would I would think menopause. It's opposite. You, it's not happening anymore. No, I know, but these these are uh, to treat symptoms of menopause. Wait, so, so products that will, you know what I mean. Facebook keep is, you from drying up. So, Facebook is incredibly arbitrary. As we people who have had their you know uh, pages deactivated or whatever, they get put into Facebook jail or whatever. And th- th- Facebook has no obligation to explain why. Uh, so this is this is a very dumb thing. Yeah, I agree. I thought it was. Uh, That's why I get all of my uh, menopause drugs through the dark web, Preston. <laughs> uh, uh, Kath, I don't, I don't know if it's uh, it, it may be maybe some of these uh, treatments have multiple uses for them. You mm-hmm. know, as uh, menopause symptoms, I, I don't really know. Uh, but it seems like if you're, if you're going to do, you know. Viagra and Cialis and all that stuff. That why would this stuff be any, any... more salacious than yeah, every one of those? Not. Yeah, yeah. Hey guys, it's less yeah. right. Exactly, hey guys. and the it's all geared towards is totally yeah. directly to that. All right. Speaking of Facebook, and we don't have to. Okay, I'll go back. <laughs> all right. Well, you have two draws. Uh, that uh, a new study by Edison Research finds U.S. Facebook users are leaving the site in droves. Yeah. Uh, the study looks at digital media consumer behavior in America and says Facebook now has about 15 million users fewer in the U.S. than it had in 2017. Uh, the data comes from a telephone survey of about 1,500 people ages 12 and up, and a lot of the lost Facebook users are now using Snapchat and or Instagram. I have not been on Facebook uh, in a couple of years now. Uh, the last time I was using it, and when I was using it, I was using it through a program called Hootsuite. Right. And even then, when I was using it, I was using a thing called Social Fixer, I believe it was called, to eradicate all political 
stuff because it was at that point it was becoming unbearable. Mm-hmm. And I, I, you know, between I Twitter and Instagram, you know, that's enough. And even that's too much. But I, yeah. you have to be plugged in some way with what we do. But Facebook holds no fascination for me. I bailed on it. I have the account, and the only reason I hang on to the account is. If there is somebody within my group of uh, friends, whatever yes. you want to call them, that I need to reach out to, sure. I've got access to it there. And you and your 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 Facebook accounts are very refined. Mm-hmm. I think it's high school friends, and yeah, that, that's pretty much it. it. Yeah, right. Yeah. High school, yeah, close friends, and so, and, and menopause drugs, and menopause drugs. <laughs> so anyhow, but uh, according to that study, a lot of people are still uh, bailing on it. So there's so much in here and it's good stuff Preston yeah I'm trying to find something because we got to wrap this up here in just a second oh this is kind of fun um Volkswagen has uh created an electric dune buggy concept car that was unveiled at the Geneva Motor Show and it might go to production I always loved dune buggies they look so cool I've I never would, ridden in one I have yeah they're so much fun a and then B I would build the models as a kid do you remember they'd have like the souped out and then there was the Saturday morning show uh speed, speed buggy, buggy. Yep. um they were just <laughs> uh but uh, we're looking at it now oh my god I want it doesn't it look fun? Oh wow! Yeah. Are they actually going to make this, or is this just a stupid concept? No, I said they're going to. They're, it's a concept that they're going to. They're make actually it to, going. To. Quick they're question: talk, question. Is this going to make it to production? Um, uh, VW uh, VW thinks there is a market for this car, especially in the U.S., where beach buggies were originally created in the 1960s. So VW is speaking with some low volume car manufacturers about producing maybe five thousand or so Kathy, a year. What do you think of this vehicle? It's kind of cool, right? <laughs> it's cool looking. That'd be yeah. great down the beach, man. That's yeah. it. You're going yeah. along the beach, uh, you know, on the dunes. Yeah, this would be. In. It's more appropriate for warmer climates yeah. because you could use it year round. But it'd be it'd be a fun vehicle for you. Yep. Um, it doesn't really have. Uh, you know, there, there's no doors, there's no side or back windows. Uh, there's just fittings for a simple cloth roof, and that's it. So you got to be, if, if it's going to rain, you're going to get wet. Well, the, uh, you know, the whole idea with these things is that you'd, you'd you know, yeah, jumping around. Well, they're showing it. And, and the video that we're watching, they're showing them jumping over the dunes and riding around and doing what you classically would do with the dune buggy. Yeah, yeah. All right, do, does it indicate price point or anything? Nope, nope. This is still, <laughs> they're still talking about going to production with okay. this. Um, so in a separate interview, Scott Keogh, head of VW in the U.S., said that uh, emotional products like the dune buggy will be even more important for VW in the future as electric motors, because they're going to they're gonna yes. go electric with this, do away with the engines and transmissions that make vehicles so different from one another. They're, they're, they're still feeling the sting from the dune trucky, Preston, which never took on the, uh, the audience. The dune truck, it was the 18-wheeler for beach. Oh, <laughs> It's just not much fun. It was not yeah. much fun. It got stuck in the sand all the time. <laughs> Casey, were you asking Price Point to see if we could get a Preston and Steve show dune buggy for next summer? No, I was oh. not. Well, please that, ask like for that. It. I'm <laughs> asking that. I like what you're thinking, kiddo. <laughs> oh, my God. If we Listen, as a giveaway, if yeah. these things do come into mass production, yeah. or not mass, you're saying 5,000? Limited production. Yeah. Limited production. Yeah. Um, I mean, we probably should have one at Keenan's. Man, that thing's cool. <sighs> I mean, it would be the perfect thing to transport our jetpacks in. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be a head turner if they actually create this thing. That's for sure. So we'll see if that happens. Do I need to wrap it up now? Yeah, buddy. All right, that's it. I, I have more things, but I'll get to them another time. That was a uh, top level junk drawer roast beef. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Pork roll. 
I'm going to be pork rub. Uh, I want to remind you, today is Tattoo Tuesday. We have a chance to win a free tattoo from us and our friends at World Famous Philadelphia Eddie's Tattoo. Text word tattoo to 39333. And we're going to grab a random uh, texter at some point this morning. And a $350 gift certificate for Eddie's is what you'll get. And you never know. You could get tattooed by the area's top tattoo artists like Kyle Fitzpatrick. Don't forget they're at 621 South 4th Street in South Philly. So get on that now. We'll be back in a moment. B-File coming up next. 93.3 WMMR presents an epic co-headline summer tour with Corn. And Allison Chase. Saturday, August 3rd at BB&T Pavilion with special guests under oath. Tickets on sale now. Ticketmaster.com. Corn and Allison Chains North American Tour. August 3rd at BB&T Pavilion. Presented by 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. I'm Petty on 93.3 WMMR. Good morning. Morning. Sun nice, bright, high in the sky. We're going to go to about 46 today with uh, clear skies. And uh, cooler temperatures with breezy conditions. 52 tomorrow, 61 on Thursday. Clouds returning. There may be some rain on Friday, but temperatures at about 65. Let's see how we're doing on the road. We have a look at traffic. And, Kathy, what you got going on? 295 southbound jams from Route 70 to 42. Uh, the ramp to go to 42 south is where we have an accident. It's blocking the left shoulder. 42 freeway northbound jams Blackwood Clementon Road to 295, 55 northbound. Heavy from Deptford to the 42 freeway on the Schuylkill Expressway. Expect delays eastbound. 202 into Belmont. The Boulevard to the Vine Expressway. Westbound side. Pashyank to South Street. The Boulevard uh, out to Gladwin. And then the Blue Route to 202. 95 northbound jams. Chichester Ave to the Blue Route. And then southbound from Cotman through to Girard. 202 northbound at 30. A disabled vehicle just cleared from there. 422 eastbound. Heavy from Royersford to 23. This traffic report brought to you by Swiss Farms. Stay in your car and pick up breakfast at Swiss Farms drive through Markets. Grab hot coffee or their new cold brew or iced coffees. Check out SwissFarms.com for locations in Delaware County and Norristown. And that's your traffic on 93.3 WMMR. Hi, thanks, Kath. And I got to give some love to uh, 3J's uh, Food Market and Old City Market for bringing in uh, hoagies this morning. Uh, if you were here with us, I'd say go have some. Help yourself. Yeah. It's up to you. But you know what? We'll eat them instead. Uh, and when it comes to traditional, authentic hoagies, these Deets and Watson Real Philly Delis have got you covered. So thank you guys for being here this morning. We appreciate awesome it. Awesome stuff. Um, I want to mention this. Uh, our buddy Brent Selleck stopped in not that long ago. And we have an event uh, coming up with him. Hosting this event will be Steve and Casey. And it is a mandate with Brent Selleck. And that will be on March 20th. The deadline to enter and possibly end up on this event, which is basically you head to Worldwide Stereo in Ardmore and you have a great night hanging out together. Wonderful. Uh, there's going to be, you know, food and chit-chatting and pictures and all this stuff and obviously incredible uh, audio and visual equipment that they have at Worldwide Stereo. So all you have to do is go to uh, WMMR.com and you click on contest and you'll see what you need to do. You need to enter and tell us why. You want to be the winner of that. And we're going to pick, I think, five winners we guessed. So plenty of people on board should be pretty cool. The theater room that they have there, the main theater room, will blow your mind. So we're looking for something sort of cacophonous. And, it's and called the, the Philo Farnsworth Theater. I believe he's the inventor mm. of television. Mm. Uh, and oh. so there's only it's only one of three in the country, by the oh. way. So it's pretty bad. It's amazing. So you guys get to hang. So send over the information about that. 
Uh, in a little while, we have an announcement about a show coming to Philly. We'll get to that in a little bit. But in the meantime, Bizarre Five. Now, Bizarre. WMMR presents Bizarre. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, Bizarre Five. I got some good stuff for you today, folks. We'll start with this one. A man is behind bars at the Allegheny County Jail after accusations that he choked another man for singing Christmas songs. Mm -hmm. For singing Christmas songs? It was around 9 a.m. Monday when a state trooper was waved down and told about a possible medical emergency. Uh, When he got to the scene, investigators say the trooper spotted a Chrysler Town & Country minivan parked on the shoulder and two men on the other (laughs) side of the uh, the guide rail. The victim told the trooper he was driving the minivan with his passenger, 25-year-old Clayton Lucas. The victim told the trooper Lucas reached around his seat while he was driving and began choking him. When the trooper tried to handcuff Lucas, he said uh, Lucas wouldn't listen. And after several verbal commands, he ended up having to sweep Lucas's legs out from under him to gain control of the situation. Wow! The victim had told troopers that he was singing Christmas songs. Songs. So the victim said Lucas tried to choke him to make him stop singing. So this was just recently. Yeah. Singing Christmas songs. It's not, not the season. Monday. But the guy should be allowed to sing whatever he wants, mm-hmm. right? In the complaint, the victim went on to tell the trooper that Lucas restricted the air and blood from around his neck to the point where he was about to pass out. And the trooper did notice the victim's neck was red and his <laughs> eyes were bloodshot. Could you imagine? Just choking him. Yeah. yeah. So What's uh, this God rest ye merry gentleman crap? Lucas is in the county jail as we speak. A driver in South Africa survived an experience out of a biblical passage last month when he ended up almost being swallowed by a whale. Oh, I saw the footage of this. Rainer Schimpf is his name. Uh, He was snorkeling off the coast of Port Elizabeth when he ended up in the path of a bride's whale, which opened its jaws and engulfed him head first. There's a picture of it. And they say he would not have gotten out, Preston, but there was a marionette in the whale that pointed the way out. No way. His luck. Uh, he said, we were very astonished that out of nowhere this whale come, came up. I was busy concentrating on the sharks because you want to know if the shark is in front of you, behind you, left or right. So we're very focused <clears throat> on the sharks and their behavior. And then suddenly it got dark, he said. Uh, Shrimp, who has worked as a dive operator for over 15 years, said he was in the water with two others for just a matter of minutes before the whale appeared. Uh, he happened to be with a group. Uh, they were recording a sardine run, which is where marine animals such as dolphins, whales, and sharks gather fish into bait balls. They, they circle yes. them and they cause them to get in these bunches and then they can eat them. Uh, the 51-year-old said that once the whale grabbed him, he felt pressure around his body, but soon realized that he was too big for the whale to swallow him whole, which was kind of an instant relief. He said, so my next thought was... That the whale may take me down into the ocean and release me further down. Jeez. So I instantly held my breath. I guess they were snorkeling. Oh. Obviously, he realized that it was not what he wanted to eat, so he spat me out again. Unlike the biblical story of Jonah, shrimp didn't end up in the animal's belly, but was able to swim away after being released. Bride's whales are members of the baleen whale family, a group that includes blue whales and humpback whales. Uh, he said the whole experience showed him just how small humans in the world are. He said once you're grabbed by something that's 15 tons heavy and very fast in the water, you realize you're actually only that small in the middle of the ocean. So hypothetically, in a whale that would be that larger enough to bring you into its mouth and its the whole system there, the throat or whatever, yeah. and you had scuba gear on, could yeah. you live? How long would you last? I mean, if you and if you, most divers have knives, right? Yeah. I guess we would just start carving your way out. I guess you and, and then force the thing to. Ex- Spell you? Yep, I would mm-hmm. think so. Or wait to get pooped out. I mean, depending on how much time you. 
Well, you yeah. could be like Drax in the beginning of Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. A woman suffered a... Okay. I'm going to have to be delicate with my description here. All right. A woman suffered a life-threatening allergic reaction to penicillin after performing oral sex on her partner... Doctors in Spain who treated the 31-year-old have now urged anyone with drug allergies to be aware of the potential risks from oral. The unidentified woman swallowed a certain substance and began to vomit, struggle, and breathe, uh, struggled to breathe and break out in hives. Sounds like my wife. (laughs) Uh, Oh, my God. The patient went to the hospital with suspected anaphylactic shock. So what was in this guy's chick I will explain to you. It is unclear <laughs> how long after her sexual encounter she sought help. She revealed she had an allergy to penicillin, but denied having taken the drug or any other uh, any unusual foods before oh. performing this. She admitted that she had never suffered any symptoms mm. in her previous sexual encounters in doing this thing before. Uh-huh. Medics then discovered her 32-year-old partner had taken amoxicillin. There you go. A form of penicillin to treat an ear infection. And as a result, the doctor suspected her anaphylaxis was caused by the transfer of amoxicillin through that fluid. So the same thing that could threaten her life could provide a surprise were that guy to have eaten cinnamon. Yeah, maybe. Hmm. Do a little uh, something in there for you. Uh, the case, believed to be the first of its kind ever recorded, was published in the British Medical wow. Journey Case Journal Case Room. Could you imagine? Yeah, that's pretty wild, man. That's why I always use a dental dam, Preston. A woman on a flight from Toronto to Calgary was startled when she was stung by a scorpion shortly before the plane landed. <laughs> yeah, Quinn Maltese from Yukon uh, is from Yukon and excuse me, studying in Alberta. She was on the Last hour of a four-hour flight when she started to feel a fluttering motion on her lower back. She said, I just kind of ignored it, thinking there was air conditioning on the plane, blowing down the back or something like that. And as soon as the lights turned off again, closer to when we were about to land, I felt a piercing pain on my lower back. And I was like, oh, my God, something bit me. She said she was freaking out, trying to grab her sweater, but couldn't take her seatbelt off to see what it was as the plane was landing. She said, the lights turned on. I looked into a ball of bundled sweater that I had, but nothing was there. I looked behind me on the seat, and then I saw movement, and there was a scorpion that was in the fold toward the back of the chair. Oh, my God. She said uh, she ripped her seatbelt off and jumped onto her armrest and stared, needing to process what she was seeing. She said, it was a scorpion in my sweater. It was on the, my back for the last 30 minutes. It was like four inches long, maybe. And she had. She wondered, uh, what is that doing on a Canadian flight? Uh, she asked a flight attendant to explain what was happening. It's a Canadian scorpion. She said the attendant initially went back to her seat and found a gum wrapper trying to tell her that that's what she had stung her. <laughs> uh, but she told her to check again. Yeah. Nice deflection. Yeah. So, she, uh, so she did and then spotted the scorpion between the seats. Paramedics escorted her off the plane and uh, they assessed her. She wasn't hurt. We're flying on Friday. Do we have scorpion service on our flight? She said, I had a full-fledged panic attack. Uh, Paramedics had to kind of keep me strapped to a heart monitor for a while because I was just unable to calm down, she said. Uh, The airline confirmed that they did capture the Scorpion once all passengers had disembarked from the plane and handed it over to airport authorities. All right, much like a tarantula, a Scorpion is scary looking, right? Yes. Can they, will this thing kill you? I don't think they're lethal. I think you'd have to be, I think they're they're not pleasant, but I don't think, and I could be wrong, 
But I don't think they carry enough venom to to kill most uh, adult people. I think it depends on the type, and okay. I think you can get sick from them. Right. And if you have some sort of an aversion, it might be able to kill you. But, but it's not automatically a death part, sentence. No, for the most part, I hear it's like a bad bee sting, but yeah. okay. I don't know. I yeah. saw a full-on scorpion in my neighbor's backyard when I was uh, probably 12, 13 years old. It was crazy because it was on his pool deck. Are there scorpions in this Dude, area? I saw it. Either that or it's an, an insect that can mimic scorpion a scorpion. impressions, yeah. Um, but when we got closer to it, we were, like, hitting it with a branch. Its little tail went, you know, like, curved around well, in the back. And I was sound, like, I think <laughs> scorpions are more um, intrinsic to uh, I'm aware of that. It's the only time I've climates. Ever, yeah, I'm only. I've in only, Canada. I saw one in uh, in South Carolina one time. Okay. Yeah. So they're they're in the US. I just don't know. And obviously they know how to fly. Uh let's see. It says here the this this scorpion thrives where you'd least expect the southeastern areas of Saskatchewan, Alberta, and British Columbia. Well there, there are venomous scorpions in Canada. Interesting. So if there are, then there's probably some on your neighbor's deck there, Case. Uh, maybe. All right, and that is what I have for you in uh the buffile this morning. <laughs> the buffile. Hey, I would like to give away uh a chance for you to go see a friend of ours. Alexis Texas is coming to town. She's gonna be at Club Risque. Friday, March 22nd, and uh, if you'd like to go to her show, you have to be at least 21 years of age. we got some tickets to give away. Uh, I'll take callers 10 and 11 to 215-263-WMMR, and this is the location in Philadelphia, I believe. Delaware Ave? Um, yeah, it says uh, visit uh, clubberskay.com for info on all three of the Clubberskay appearances, March 21st to the 23rd. We're going to give them to you for the 22nd at Clubberskay Philly. Yeah, so that's nice. uh, the one on Columbus Boulevard. 215-263-WMMR. Call right now. Callers 10 and 11. We'll give you those tickets. We're going to take a break, and we'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Preston and Steve love you. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Hi, thanks, Kath. Uh, Old City Food Market uh, has been here this morning, and we just had a drop-off from our friends at 3J's Food Market in Northern Liberties in their newly opened Fishtown store. For We want to thank them for bringing by the Hoagies, and uh, they're proud to be one of local delis featured in Deets and Watson's Real Philly Delhi Hoagie Guide, which will be out soon. You'll be able to get that. It's awesome. I hope that uh, kicks back up again, Case, because all these family-owned and operated, um, you know, places that have been feeding people around Philadelphia and yeah. all over the place, uh, I, it's just cool stories. I met a lot of great people, and, and what I loved most about going to these markets, you know, it's the reason why, like, you know, the places that I go to in, in my neighborhood, they know everybody. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, everybody knows your name. It's like cheers, buddy. Yeah. Yep. All right. So uh, thank you, guys. Hey, uh, there was an interesting article Steve sent over to me. It's from Entertainment Weekly, and it is a list of fake songs. Now, what does that mean, fake songs? Uh, The way they they quantify this is music that was written exclusively for a movie or TV show and not musical-style numbers that break the laws of reality. The songs, in other words, could conceivably be purchased on iTunes by the characters in these movies or TV shows. That music that lives in that world, but that's not in our world. A great way to qualify it. I think that's the exact way you would approach it because, and I, and I held that standard to everything that I was looking through on the list. Some of the things I didn't know, some of the shows are a little obscure, yeah. but the movies, for the most part, I knew. And yeah, that, that held up. Yeah, so uh, to give you an example, they, they came with a list of 23. We won't uh, name all of them, but... 
Uh, one of them on the list is, and and I it's been a long time since I've seen this movie, but Josie and the Pussycats. Yeah. Uh, Backdoor Lover by Dujour. <laughs> Remember the boy band with uh, Seth oh. Green, right? Yeah. In fact, I, what I didn't know is the three the members of uh, Dujour were uh, Donald Faison, Brecken Meyer, and Seth Green. That's great. Yeah. Oh, so I forgot. We have a clip of that. We do. We have uh, clips of uh, a few of them here. Yeah. All right. Backdoor Lover. Here we go. This is the same band that was in a movie, uh, Can't Hardly Wait. Uh, the, this, the, the same four guys? Same Get out of here, Marissa. Hang on a second here. I literally just realized that they're the guys that are getting together that never really play. They never plug in their instruments. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. You're, you're yeah. right. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. they became, so in Josie and the Pussycats, which I, I is a guilty pleasure. It's a good movie. Yeah. Uh, and this band is obviously a parody of the boy bands of the time. Uh, yeah. But uh, I found it hilarious when I saw it in the movie initially, and it still holds up. Nice. All right, so that's on this list. Uh, here's one from a TV show. We're mainly going to focus on the, the movies, but I didn't watch uh, How I Met Your Mother, oh, but you guys did. I, I love this character. Let's Go to the Mall by yeah. Robin Sparkles. So Robin Sparkles is the, so the, the girl in the, in the Colby Smulders, who yeah. is, uh, oh, you know, yeah. plays one of the characters. So she has a Canadian heritage, and in Canada, she was basically an Alanis Morissette that's type. Right. So she started as a pop singer and then went through her... What was what was her Alanis Morissette name? Her her darker it was uh, there was another darker name, but the "Let's Go to the Mall" song is so spot on. And so this is the early part. The of her early pop part career. of her pop career. Okay, here we go. And you know how my parents get. What I don't care That was Colby Smothers' character, right? She supposedly... So she played. Okay. Well, she her, she was another character. Her real world character. I forget her name uh, as her yeah. character on How I Met Your Mother, but her alternate uh, character, okay. when she was it was a singer, was Robin Sparkles, which begot. Is it up here in the uh, Robin, Robin Daggers? Daggers became the Alanis, uh-huh. the uh, uh-huh. you know Jagged Little Pill version. Okay. I got it. I, uh, I hate to jump in here, Press, but uh, I, I have a question on the list because is Lost on this list at all? Nope. Okay. Because if you remember the band Drive Shaft. Drive Shaft. You are, everybody. So yeah. that's all I remember hearing is him, Dominic Monaghan, singing it. Do they ever at one point during they play any some of the, the shows, do they play the yeah, song? Okay. Yeah, they do the backstory for Dominic, Dominic Monaghan and, uh, and his brother who becomes the drug addict. And uh, so they oh. go and they play some of that song when it first got airplay. I have a Drive Shaft T-shirt that uh, Chuck D'Amico got me. Drive I Shaft wear it with pride. Nice. They were underrated. No. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so else, uh, other ones on this list from uh, the movie Heather's, Teenage Suicide, Don't Do oh, It. Oh, yeah. I remember this. I don't remember. I mean, Maybe I remember either. the movie. I Heather's was song. Heather's is a movie that got tremendous accolades when it came out. I think it's a good movie. I don't think it's as great as so many people think it is. Mm-hmm. Oh, I loved it. Did, Did you? you? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Teenage Suicide. 
write this song after the the people started dying in the, at the school? Is that how this worked? I don't, I don't, I don't know. Neither do I. <laughs> this okay. is when uh, Christian Slater was at his most Jack Nicholsonian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, all right, from the movie Freaky Friday with Lindsay Lohan, yep. which is good. Which is a good movie. It's a good movie. My daughter was watching it quite literally this weekend. Liam Neeson's uh, in it, right? Her, mm, isn't he the dad? No, you're you're thinking of um, Parent Den- Trap. Parent Trap. You're and right. That's Dennis Quaid. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so anyhow, uh, Pink Slip. Uh, was the name of her band. This is a freaky Friday. (laughs) And they had a song called Take Me Away. Right. And so we have a clip of that. Yeah, this is at the end of the movie, right? I don't remember because they played, her band played several songs in the movie. They did? Okay. Yeah. 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 This might have been at the the end where they're putting on the big show. It was a pretty good movie. This is when Lindsay Lohan had so much promise. She did. So much promise. She really, really did. And now she's a ragged out club owner in Greece. Was the original movie with Jodie Foster? Yes. Yeah, I remember And it was with Jodie I forget the actress, another great actress of the time, um, who was the mom. mom. Both really likable. Is she a musician in that movie as well? No. No. She's a... She does water skiing. Yeah. Okay. Believe it or not. Uh, and that was the big... And they were putting on a big show at the end of it, if I recall Because correctly. I remember in the movie, there was a song called Nelby and Ty Ty, right? <laughs> Nelby, uh, yeah. In, yes. in the original Freaky Friday? Yes. It was really uh, good. It's yeah. quite possible. That seems to be... <laughs> this is the first song. <laughs> well, Neb... Also, Tata, I like... That was the ballad. That was the ballad. And that was the big hit. So. Nappy and Tata. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Um, all right, there's a few other ones. Uh, I'll mention these. Let me know if you know them or not. Um, Werewolf Bar Mitzah from 30 Rock. Werewolf Bar. Yes, I do know this. Tracy Morgan. <laughs> um, how about I Love You So Much It's Scary from Bob's Burgers uh, by Boys For Now. <laughs> Somebody texted that in and said, please tell me that Bob's Burger is on this list. Okay. Bob's Burgers, by the way. It's gotten better, right? It's a great show. Yeah. I will categorically say it started, it was uneven, it is now a great show, and they end each show with specific credits to that show's episode, whether it be a song or whatever. Uh, it is, if you if you don't watch it, you need to watch it. It's very funny. By the way, we're getting a lot of good suggestions. If you want to call in with them, feel free to uh, let us know, uh, 215-263-WMMR. So uh, one of them that, that somebody brings up that is not on this list I saw is uh, from Almost Famous, Fever Dog. Yes! <laughs> Scratching at your back door. It's uh, Mike McCready on guitar for Fever Dog. Is it? Really? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Cameron Crowe and McCready were good friends, and so he helped write that song. What's the song in singles that um, that uh, Citizen Dick, Dick oh, is playing? Touch Me, I'm Dick. Touch, Touch Me, I'm me, Dick. I'm Dick. But, do we ever, but do we ever hear that? Never play it? Aren't, no. they, aren't they practicing it? Maybe they probably, uh, I know Ed Vedder was competent on drums. Yeah. I know that in Fever Dog, the guitar was <laughs> incendiary. Incendiary. Um, all right. So there was also uh, from, if if you watched Fairly Odd Parents, there was a character <laughs> called Chip Skylark, and he had a song called My Shiny Teeth and Me. <laughs> do we that. have that? Yeah, I we do. do. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, my God. What makes me happy? Fills me up with glee. 
Those bones in my jaw that don't have a flaw, my shiny teeth and me. Here's a boy, you know, like a Justin Bieber type. Okay. I liked better than that, and I think it was another Chip Skylark song, which was uh, Vicky, You're So Icky. Because Vicky was the evil babysitter. And uh, Vicky, Vicky, you're so icky. I should watch more of those. It's a very funny yeah. show. All right, so here you go. Back to movies. These are fake songs, by the way. And the the way that it's uh, defined is that a song that the character on the TV show or the movie could actually go and purchase in their fantasy world. So it wasn't so a song just performed the way some musicals just they just burst into song. No. Right. Right. It'd be like a a a a, a celebrity within that movie realm of yeah. the, the musician. Uh so here is one okay. Uh Dewey Cox. <sighs> the Dewey Cox story, Wall Card, and it's the title track, Wall Card. But there are so many. There are so many good yeah. songs in that movie that are just hilarious. Especially the one when he goes through his Bob Dylan phase. Uh-huh. Well, let's play both. We have the well, the wall card. Do you have it? Yeah, Somewhere? yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, I just got to go get it real quick. Right. <laughs> uh, whichever one you want. Uh, but that movie is it's it's get set aside. It's worth a look. It's a spoof. It's really goofy. Uh, there's there's some slapstick stuff, but it's, it's it, it passes the Step Brothers test. I could watch it over yeah. and over and over again, and right. there's always something to laugh at. Is this the uh, this is Walk Walk Hard? Walk hard, hard down life's rocky road. Walk bold, hard that my creed, my code. I've been yeah. scorned and slandered and ridiculed too. Had to struggle every day my whole life through. I thought this song was just kind of okay. Yeah, it's, it's the start. The it actually sounds fairly legit. But yeah. I still got a dream and a burning rage to live. What I love, Preston, is that the original backers are a whole bunch of Hasidic Jews who yes. are, are yeah. and they're they're in what is like I guess their son recording studio sessions, and he's saying, you know, that the actor he's, he's great, he's been in so much stuff, but he's saying you're you're not putting your heart into this. I'm yeah. going to stop this recording session, and then he plays this song, and all the the rabbis are dancing day. around, <laughs> and they uh, what's great is is they take Dewey through all the phases of of music, the you know the the early rockabilly days into straight ahead rock and roll into folk music into psychedelic and disco. he goes through all these disco he even at some point he becomes a creator of punk music <laughs> I, I was thinking about what i like if i like the bob dylan cocaine and he's singing so fast i'm sorry no if i like the bob dylan segment better or the brian wilson when he's crazy and has the giant orchestra oh and there's not enough didgeridoo God. yeah yeah <laughs> he's being brian wilson yeah he's in, right. yeah here's his uh, here's him going through his folk uh, singer songwriter dylan phase Mailboxes drip like lampposts in the twisted birth canal of the Coliseum. It's just just absolute drivel. It's just gibberish. Here we go. Rim job fairy teapots mask the temper tantrum. Oh, say, can you see them? Stuffed cabbages, the darling of the laundromat. The mouse with the overbite explained how the rabbit... What the hell is this song about? <laughs> <laughs> That's in Meadows? I no, no, it's, it's, the, other it's the other guy. Okay. It's the guy he kicks out of the band and yeah. then they, they all reunite. But uh, yeah, Tim Meadows is the one who keeps upping the drug ante on him. You don't want to try cocaine. <laughs> Wrong son die. I'm thinking maybe I'd like to try me some of that cocaine. Cocaine. 
let me get a couple of calls here, and I'll go back to some of these because uh, I don't recognize a lot of these. I'm going to go to Jennifer. Hey, Jennifer, good morning. Hey, sorry to bother you guys at work. It's okay. It's all good. Jennifer, what's up? Well, I was thinking about uh, music and lyrics, which was this romantic comedy that came out, God, I don't even know how long ago, with Hugh Grant and Drew Barrymore, if you can believe it. I never saw and, it. And um, it, you know what? Some of these are on this list. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, actually, there were a lot more than I remembered initially. Uh, but Hugh Grant plays this washed-up 80s pop artist. And one of the songs that his band was big for was Pop Goes My Heart. Yes, and that's on here. Like, yeah, it's, it's, it's ridiculous and hilarious, and it actually gets stuck in your head. Okay. Um, but then they write a song together called A Way Back Into Love, and then he writes a song toward the end that's like this actually kind of romantic, almost like Ben Foldsy song called Don't Write Me Off Just Yet. So okay. the, the and, song the song that made the list is called, called Pop Goes My Heart, and, and also one called yeah. uh, Buddha's Delight. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's... They're like he's collaborating with this young kind of like Shakira character, okay, um, and like like super young, and she's trying to like mess with everything that he writes, and that's why he kind of brings Drew Barrymore into the picture to okay. uh, shore up what he's doing. But Buddha's huh. delight is like this terrible sort of uh, faux Eastern inspired dance track that she tries to gotcha. portray the younger person. All right, so, all right, yeah. all right. That's uh, that's worth mentioning. Thank you. You want to hear it? Uh, real quick, though, before I hear that, Marissa, yeah. in um, Empire Records, are there any fake songs uh, from that movie? Absolutely. Uh, Mona Moore. I know <laughs> it's one of your favorite. What is it? Mona Moore, Rex uh, Manning's song. His, like, new single, I can't remember... Mona Moore is the one where he's he's dancing. They show the video and he's dancing with the girls. So it's like on the beach, right? Yes. With his shirt unbuttoned. Yep. That's Mona Moore. Yes. So that's yeah. what oh. he's promoting. He's like a Here washed you go. up. There's a call. Hang on. Let's see if this is what I'll you're talking about. I got Rob on the line. Hey, Rob. Hey guys. So hey. Sorry to bother you at work. No, you're okay, man. So you wanted to mention one from Empire Records? Yeah. Uh, say, say a more by uh, Rex Manning. How could you forget about Rex Manning Day? No, that's right. Yeah, they, it was Rex Manning Day. So, so is it is it is it Mona Moore or is it you have it as? I I, I forgot which one it is. Okay. I, I, I always call it Say a More. It, it's but, Say a More. But, say a More. But more a more. Okay, okay, got it. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, Casey, let's hear that. Okay. Uh, well, this is the Buddha's. All right. Oh, this Buddha. Okay. <laughs> that being yeah. like a, a Shakira type yeah, of thing. Yeah. So that's what they were going for. Okay. You know what movie I watched the other day um, because it was on Netflix and I needed something to fall asleep to is The Last Dragon. Yeah. And uh, there's a song in that. I mean, it's totally 80s. Eddie Arcadian's trying to develop this, uh, oh, this, this pop princess. Who has no no mm-hmm. musical capability whatsoever. Mm-mm. Okay, you're right. That would that would count in there. What's the song that um, the, uh, what's her name? The uh, prince's uh, old... Um, she, oh. she passed away. Uh, um, Apollonia? Ap- no, no. It was the, not Apollonia. It was. Um, there were two girls, and I always get them mixed up with each other. So do I. Uh, there was uh, Vanity. Van- yeah. Vanity? Yeah. But she's still alive. Okay. Is she- Wasn't it Vanity and Van Apollonia? passed away. Yeah. I don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> okay, so well, look, look for The Last Dragon. A, Vanity is a, um, uh, she was in The Last Dragon, but she became born again. Yeah, uh, from I mean, what I, I understand. I think she might have passed away. I'm oh, not no. sure. She died in 2016. Oh, yeah. Moment okay. of silence, guys. Yeah. Yep. Vanity. 
It was a suicide pact with Carol O'Connor. I had no idea. <laughs> that guy's an American treasure. Uh, here is another one for you from the movie uh, Never Stop, Never Stopping. Lo- have you seen this yet? Yes. I never did see it. Okay, yeah. this this it's not walk hard level, right. but it has a lot of great stuff. Is this the I'm Not Gay song? Uh, no, it is called Mona Lisa. Okay. Uh-huh. And it is by Connor Farrell. She's an overrated bitch is what the, <laughs> the Mona Lisa song's about. Is it? He's basically saying you're ugly. I don't know why, what the big deal is, but... Well, let's hear yeah, it. Yeah, uh, uh, we don't have that, but okay. uh, while we... Oh, wait, yes, we do. Yes, we do. All right, Here go ahead. Go. Let's... Push my way to the front of the crowd and I couldn't believe what I saw. Mona Lisa do we have the do we have the song where he's 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 trying to virtue signal about supporting gay marriage but keeps saying he's not gay but i'm not gay yeah, I'm but not i'm not gay, gay. yeah do so, we have that uh it's not over now you can grab that i know i'm not throwing so much list. of marissa but this is in the movie as well i don't know if this is this is a great song. Yeah, it is. <laughs> what movie? Pop star. Yeah. Pop star. Never. Yeah. He's just talking about how humble he is. I'm so humble. That's great. Those Lonely Island guys are, are coming back to town, and they did a bunch of IDs for the show, which were hilarious. Yeah. It was, uh, you guys honestly, the, like the tallest DJs in Philadelphia, or what? Are that you were the yeah the president was? Well, I do you want me to play those or not? Sure. All right. Well, I got to find them. Preston. Go digging around. I'll I'll bring up another one here. Uh, this is from uh, A Star Is Born. Uh, why did you do that to me? Is that the hit? No. Or is that the song Shallow at the end of the movie? The hit. I think uh, that's the song at the end of the movie. Uh, by Allie, it says here is Allie who yeah. Lady Gaga, Lady Gaga. plays. Okay, yeah. Oh, is that no. her single where she's like dancing and all that? Uh, she does the music video. I'm not sure, mm-hmm. uh, but it says, "Why did you do that to me?" Yeah, it's Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so that's on this list. Uh, there is a St- Steve, and this is from uh, the other two. Is that a TV show? I think it's a TV show. Yeah, yeah. not familiar. Uh, but that that is called My Brother's Gay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. The best lyric, it says, he kisses men, that turns him on, and if you think that's gross, well, I think you're wrong. <laughs> wow. Do we have, uh, now there's one of, Casey, one of our favorites is on here, from uh, Drive It Like You Stole It. From, oh, is it really? Uh, from Sing Street. Yeah, that's actually number one on the that's list. That's the thing. Or, no, like, no, not number one. Um, I own that. Um, I own it, I, too. Yo, I own that. I spent $9 to get the whole soundtrack. There's a few songs on that, on that soundtrack that I love. Up is one. Uh, I really like that song. Drive It Like You Soul is one. Well, that's the one we're talking about yeah. now. Uh, there was a caller. Did I completely miss? Did you go to them or did they hang up at uh, Boats and Hose from Step Brothers? It's one of the best. Uh, I didn't go to. Yeah, I think he hung up. I, sorry. Okay. I think, yeah, I think he's gone now. But Boats yeah, that, that's a, that's a good one. That's a good fake Boats song. And hose, yeah, that is a good fake song. That's exactly what that's at, uh, for. Just for that movie, and that's it. <laughs> Huff and Doback. <laughs> uh, okay, here a second. Let me go to Chelsea. Hi, Chelsea. Good morning. Hey, Gadzook. Gadzook. So a fake song from a movie. Which one? Um, Princess Diaries. Uh, they have their own like national anthem. Oh my Genovia. god! Yes, Genovia. Uh, how does it go? Genovia. Genovia. It's it's it talks about how great Genovia is. I don't remember Chelsea. Do you remember it? 
Genovia, Genovia, forever will your banner wave. <laughs> and that's about it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> that's enough. It's that's enough for a national anthem. Right, thank you, Chelsea. Appreciate <laughs> it. Uh, let's see. Oh, yeah, 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 yes, yes. Let me go to Scott. Hey, Scott, good morning. What's going on, guys? Yo, buddy. All right, fake song from a movie or TV show. What is it? Yeah, so I remembered the name of it. I couldn't remember, but Love Actually, that song by Bill Nye, it gets stuck in my head all the time. Yes. I'm not watching it. Christmas <laughs> all around me. Yeah, it was Christmas all around, yeah, right? It was yeah. a, a yeah, sequel yeah, to his... Yeah, feel it in my fingers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can feel it in my toes. toes. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. He's was, so good, that guy. It was Love is All Around Me, and then they, they made it a Christmas song, So, it was, but he kept screwing up the lyrics when he when he first started singing the song. That's right. That's a I good one, it. Scott. And speaking of uh, Hugh Grant, who's in that movie, um, from About a Boy, Santa Superslave. Yep. That's right. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Which is the song of which he, that's why he doesn't do anything for a living. His dad wrote a Christmas song, and he lives off, off of that royalties. One song. And yeah. that's not that's not absurd. That's happened countless times. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see what else is on this list. Okay, this one I love. <laughs> Forgetting Sarah Marshall, Inside yeah, of You yeah, 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 by yes. Infant Sorrow. Yes, yes. <laughs> that yeah. is just hilarious. When he performs it on stage. Oh, oh my God. And he's, he's like basically humping the yeah. ground while he's doing this. Russell Brand. You took me by surprise when you let me inside of you. <laughs> Is he actually singing that? Inside yeah, I think so. I think it's really Russell Brand. Inside of you, there's got to be some part of me. Inside of you, inside of you, I could cross this desert plain. <laughs> At the beginning of the movie, they show his music video, and it's and it's uh, is it Billy Bush who's uh, you know on right saying we all need to listen. It's called Do Something, uh-huh. and it's essentially just saying. <laughs> I have no idea, but yeah. we just need to do something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do it's we, hilarious. Do we have the Connor for real? Uh, did uh, that make it over? Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah we yeah. do. All, All right, listen right. to this. What is this? This one? is the uh, the uh, virtue signaling. Uh, yeah. I, I support gay marriage, but he keeps saying I'm not. But by the way, I'm not gay. I'm not gay, but if I was, I would want equal rights. I'm not gay, but if I were, I would marry who I like. It's not fair. I'm not gay. Does the government has to say in who can love who? Not gay. Order which God you can pray on a gay. It gets me so angry on behalf of them. I feel passionate. Not gay. So I pray for them and I say for them. We need to make a change. Not gay. <laughs> he is so freaking funny. Oh, that's that is. You know, and, and even excellent. Pink is in the song and she starts singing and then she's singing. You see her like. What is, what is what? he saying? <laughs> that is excellent. Is is Hot Rod worth a, a, a it is. to go back? Okay. Uh, it's All a right. guilty pleasure. So a, a, besides that, you have Ian McShane as as his father. Okay. This is um this is the one of the uh, IDs that the, those guys did for us. Preston, the coolest DJ in Philadelphia. And Steve. <laughs> These are the, the Lonely Island guys yeah, yeah. made that for We didn't ask them to no, do anything. No. They just they brought those with them, which is cool. Is this another one? Uh, no, I, I can get all of them. That's all right. Grab that's that all right. one. 
Are you now? Well, here right, now you got to do this one. Okay. All right. Here we go. You're hanging with Preston and Steve, the two fattest DJs in Philadelphia. The two fattest <laughs> DJs in Philadelphia. So a lot of people are texting in, and this is one that I've heard in bars for years and years. Scotty doesn't know from Eurotrip. Is that on the yeah, list? Yeah, it's all the right. next one on this list, okay. actually. And I've never seen Eurotrip. It's all right. It, the parts of it are funny, and the girl that's in it is, is really hot. Um, she's actually the, she's actually from Smallville. Well, the, the girl singing this in this video is the girl from Smallville who was uh, one of the early people into that cult, Preston. Oh, Nexium. Nexium. Yeah. So, but, but Matt Damon is is singing the song, and and what he's singing about, he's singing a song th- to the guy in the audience who doesn't know that he's been banging his girlfriend, and so that's oh. what the lyrics are about. Okay, um, here, we- yeah, here we go. W has the best lyric as I can't believe he's so trusting while I'm right behind you thrusting. <laughs> <laughs> that that song when a cover band plays that in a band on a Friday night, the place yeah. goes nuts. No kidding. Yeah, Euro Trip is a is a cult movie. Yeah, I enjoy it. It's a moments. great no. But there's also the scene where they, the, the guy, they're both lit up in a Europe, I guess a French bar or something or a techno bar, and he ends up making out with his own sister. Oh, not really? knowing about it, yeah. That's right. I've heard about that. All right, here's one. Uh, I never did see Inside Llewellyn Davis. Lewin. Uh, I'm sorry, Lewin Davis. Um, and there's a, a song called Please, Mr. Kennedy. I actually was my least favorite song of the whole thing. And, and in fact, I, that might might have been up for a Grammy. I'm not really sure. Worth playing or Please, not. Mr. Kennedy. Uh-oh. Uh, but it's, uh, I believe, yeah, here, uh, Justin Timberlake is one of the singers for that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of lame. Yeah, we've heard better. We've heard better in just this break. <laughs> yeah, uh, but anybody see that movie? I did. Was I enjoyed good? it. Okay. Um, we and that's the reason why we had Oscar Isaac in studio. Um, but there is a, a Bob Dylan type character or something like that. So he or? is a Bob Dylan character before Bob Dylan comes in and takes the whole folk thing. Gotcha. Yeah, so he was doing the, this folk thing and he actually, uh, you know, the story is he had a, uh, a partner that he would do his songs with a female and she ended up dying. I believe she committed suicide and he has uh, a cat and he has a cat. <laughs> actually, I like that part. It's not his cat. It's somebody else's. He's cat. watching, right? He's watching. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Hang on. I'm going to go to Marianne. Hi, Marianne. Good morning. Good morning and get Zooks. Hello. Get Zooks. Zooks, Mary, we're good. So what did you want to add to a fake song made just for a movie or TV show? I am surprised it hasn't been mentioned yet, but that thing you do by the Wonders or Oneaters. The Oneaters, yeah. It, it's one of the top ones on this list, absolutely. So that one, there are a couple of songs on that, uh, but but this was obviously Is that Fountains of Wayne? Uh, Fountains of Wayne wrote it yeah. and uh, and performed it. So, uh, it's, yeah, a, that's correct. It's a, a catchy song. It, it, you know, was it a little bit of a hit when it was, was it really? Yeah, yeah. it got some airplay. Yeah. It's a really good song. It's exactly what, it, what a pop song should yeah. be. It's annoyingly catchy.
offended Stacy's mom. Yeah. If you don't need that me. They showed them playing a couple other songs. Um, There's one that, that I liked, and this fades out here, but yeah. uh, uh, called There's a Party Going On, and it's in a shorter segment, but that's all you hear from them other than. It's just funny because that. in that movie, they, it, the song gets played so much that. And, and obviously, it was designed for that. It just kind of has a burnout effect. Yeah, or already within They're, the movie. Yeah, the, on, the only scene in the movie where you hear it from beginning to end is when they play the TV show. Okay, because uh, you hear the bridge and everything, yeah. but but you don't in the other performances. They just show parts of it. So, uh, let's see. Also on this list was "Drive It Like You Stole It" from Sing Street. You mentioned that, Steve. It's number two on this list. Play a little bit of it, right. well. Preston. What this it. movie does? So it's this band that's coming together. It's in Ireland. Uh, it's a uh, uh, it's with John, Cor- John John Carney. Yeah, who is really talented. And so he wrote all the, the music, or at least most of it. And and so each sort of era is captured because the older brother keeps turning the younger brother who has the band onto different styles of music. So this is sort of a dream sequence, but he's performing a song, and it, I find it incredibly catchy. You just can't stand the way that I walked out from the wreckage. It's supposed to be in the 80s? Yeah, yeah. this is like Maneater, right? Yeah. So yeah. Maneater was the, the uh, inspiration the, the, the song for the song. he hears, yeah. yeah. Okay. A musical. It's a great sequence. I love it. And the girl he's with in the movie is Freddie Mercury's love interest. In Bohemian Rhapsody. No kidding. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I will eventually get to this. I know yeah. you guys have been That's her right there. I'm going to make you watch it on the flight to Clearwater. <laughs> really? <laughs> All the way to Clearwater? <laughs> uh, Press, there is a part of this song that uh, that I, whenever I hear it, I always. Speaking you? Well, no, I always do the, the, the ball sack part, and I just, I can't, <laughs> I can't not. So, by the way, Casey and I mentioned ball sacks and at least once every day you have to. Uh, during the lyric of the songs. Right. He's going to sing it for us. Right? Yeah. Suck in my sack. There you go. Everybody feel yeah, everybody that? Got that. feeling that? All right. Casey Boy clarified a <laughs> ball sack reference this morning on a song from Sing Street. One last on this list, and I'll take a couple of calls here. Uh, Pretend to be nice is number one that they have that. It's from Josie and the Pussycats. Wow. And I guess it was their big hit. I don't remember. It was, and I remember it as being um, kind of really straight up um, alt-rocky. Okay. And I think that was the whole dilemma in the movie, right? She wanted to be a little bit more rock, and they didn't want to be, they didn't want to be so poppy. Here it you is. Know, just- Yeah, I don't, I don't. I'm not buying that personally, ma'am. Whatever happened to her, Rachel Lee Cook? Right? Oh my goodness! I'm what a stunner! J- completely. And Tara Reid before 44,000 surgeries. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, somebody pointed out one uh, on the list here. Uh, damn it! Oh, I lost it. 
uh, that I thought was um, was it man. Team America? No, Team it, America has all, but yeah, t- but those Team aren't those aren't those are songs that you, they couldn't listen except for um, Everyone Has AIDS. <laughs> yeah, but but those those wouldn't be. Yeah, I guess that was a play yeah. within the the movie. Uh, but damn it, hold on a second here. It was a really, really good one that I can't believe we've overlooked here. Hang on. These, these text messages are flying by. Um, sorry. Don't, it? I, I lost it. I was surprised that nobody had mentioned the Givens kids and, and bubbling brown sugar. Well, listen, we've hit that more than enough in music news <laughs> over the past couple months. <laughs> Where are you on? You're clapping on the one and threes. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Oh, yeah. You still haven't found a press? Nope. Damn it. What about... um, Play the whole Givens Kids uh, library if you want to. (laughs) Let's do that. Let's play an evening with the Givens (laughs) Kids at Carnegie Hall. What about the I Want to Grow Old With You from Wedding Singer? Oh, that's the one. Thank you. That's the one I was trying to look up. That's a wonderful song. Yep. I wasn't sure if anything from uh, Scott Pilgrim would make it onto your list, Preston. Um, you know what? There's a song in there called, uh, it's from the Clash of Demon Head, which is a fake band in the movie, but the actual song is from a real group, and it's a real song, um, and I have it on my phone, but I've forgotten what it's called, but that's that's a legit, I think those are legit songs. Well, no, wait a minute, Threshold was it was a song by Scott Pilgrim's group, uh, Sex Bomb. Yes! Yeah. Oh, that's I, a great song. I love that song. Sex Bomb. Yeah. Scott Pilgrim, if you've never seen it, you should see it. Oh, yeah. you know what? Somebody just texted in, um, and it's, I think it's all original songs, but uh, A Mighty Wind. Yeah. Um, the folk songs on there are hilarious well, and awesome. There's a list here. Yeah, the uh, um, uh, Old Joe's Place yeah. is one of them that the folksmen do. And I love the duet between uh, Eugene Levy and Catherine O'Hara. Yeah. That was actually nominated for an Oscar. It's a really pretty song. Kiss at the End of the Rainbow yeah. or whatever it is. Uh, Casey, we got to wrap it up. Yeah. Uh, but you know what we had mentioned earlier? Uh, Citizen Dick, Touch Me, I'm Dick. Yes. Yeah. Uh, apparently we do have the song. Get uh, out of here. Yeah. Go. God, <laughs> I had no idea that even existed. That's great. Uh, there's some other good ones, real quick. I'm going to mention uh, Rockstar, uh, the movie Steel Dragon with Stand Up and Shout. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, that's on here. Um, what else? Uh, Step Brothers. Yeah, Boats and Hoes. <laughs> Boats and Hoes. Uh, there's a few songs. Bruce Bro- Blues Brothers. No, those were old uh, R&B songs. The that thing they with did. pressing with Boats and Hoes is that it makes a return at the end when he's singing that. What is that song that he sings? It's a, a, a ballad. It's I, I think it's. Um, oh, I know what you're talking about, and I couldn't tell you. Da, yeah. da, 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 da. Oh, and, and he's in, in the, on the drums. He's doing Boats and Hoes. Here you go. Top, top secret. Oh, oh yeah. Straighten the rug by Nick. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah, straighten the rug. 
Gotta give it a push. Gotta give it a shove. Oh, my God. I just watched the underwater fight scene from Doctor. Oh, it's brilliant. The bar, it's where they're in a bar. Unbelievably brilliant. The chore- choreography in that is just phenomenal. It they is. both jump off a, oh, they, off a bridge, of a train passing over a bridge. They go into the water. This is Val Kilmer and the, and the, 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 the German. And in, uh, at the bottom of a river is a uh-huh. saloon yeah, 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 from yeah. a bar, and they're, they're having a slow-motion water fight. Uh-huh. It's hilarious. It's fantastic. All right, anyhow, these are songs that are fake. Uh, Entertainment Weekly, give us a list. Thank you for your contributions. I apologize for those who've been on hold for like 20 minutes, man. I'm sorry. Uh, but we got to take a break, I've been told. So we're going to do that very thing. We'll come back in just a moment or two. Make sure that you stay close. We have an announcement to make when we get back. Stay with us. Preston. This 93.3 WMMR audio on demand program returns after a brief word from our sponsors. Diamond jewelry doesn't have to be expensive. Have fun buying jewelry for someone you love and don't hate the price you pay. Feel the difference online at IHateStevenSinger.com with free shipping or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut. Steven Singer Jewelers. One place, one price. French Creek Outfitters in Phoenixville has everything you need for the great outdoors and beyond. All the big name brands, they have them. Visit FrenchCreekOutfitters.com for additional info. French Creek Outfitters. Why take a chance with anybody else? Taking time for yourself isn't selfish, it's self-care. Schedule a massage or facial at your local Hand & Stone Massage and Facial Spa with a relaxing massage or refreshing facial for just $59.95 for first-time guests. Visit one of their 50 area locations or handandstone.com. This is the Preston and Steve Show podcast. You know what? We have some things to give away, and we are dusting off a contest that has not seen the light of day in years on the Preston and Steve show. Oh, well, it was briefly made illegal. Uh, it did. It <laughs> was. Now it's okay to do it. Yeah. So we are going to play a game, and I'll, I'll bring you back up to speed on how it works. It's called Hollywood Three-Way. And it's a it's a simple game, but you might be thrown off by its simplicity. And a variety of prizes to give away. Casey's gathering all that stuff right now. But we'll get some callers on the line. 215-263-WMMR. It's simple. We will name... <laughs> I love it. We will name three movie titles. And you just tell us the actor or actress that appears in all three of those movies. And while it seems pretty easy, sometimes you can be thrown off a tad bit. Uh, and it all depends on the creativity of setting these up. So we've all come up with our own. Uh, what did I do with mine? 215-263-WMMR is the number. I should be ready, right? Yeah, you should be. Uh, you don't have to be ready. I got it. Oh, I, come on. I got it. I'm all good. In case you... Uh, I'm ready. Compiling the uh, the giveaways? Yep. Okay. Uh, so we'll get callers on the line. And each one of us will uh, take a turn at reading off some uh, movie titles to you. And these could be current. These could be... They could go way, way back in this person's career. Yep. Uh, but it's up to you. So let's get to callers. I will go to Jason. Hi, Jason. Good morning, sir. Hey, what's up, guys? Yeah, bud. All right, so Hollywood Three-Way. Love this game. Haven't played in a while. I will name three movie titles. You tell me the actor actress that stars in all three movies, okay? All right, let's try. Or, or at least appears in all three movies. Yes. I'm going right. to give you an easy one. We're going to begin with this. Goodwill Hunting, Daredevil, and The Accountant. Ben Affleck. Yes, uh, there you go, right? That's a, that is a, that is a gift. <laughs> so we did not go difficult at all. So, Casey, all what right. do we have in store for Jason? All right, for you, Jason, we have our only copy left of Creed Two on Blu-ray. The legacy of Apollo Creed and Adonis Creed continues in Creed Two, starring Michael B. Jordan and Sylvester Stallone. You can own it right now on Blu-ray or on the digital movie now. <laughs> what was that again? I still haven't seen it. 
I got to see I it. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the first one a little bit more, yeah. but I really did enjoy Creed 2. All right. We'll get another caller. Who's going this time? I'll go. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, I have Dave. Hi, Dave. Good morning. What's good morning? What's going on? Uh, Dave, we're playing Hollywood 3 away. You ready to give it a try? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Steve's going to give you this one. Here we go. All right, Bonfire of the Vanities, He Knows You're Alone, and Polar Express. Can you, can you repeat them real quick? Bonfire of the Vanities, He Knows You're Alone, and Polar Express. I'm, I have no idea. All right, wow. thanks, man. Appreciate it. <laughs> Want to try that out on somebody else? I thought mine were hard. I know, I know what it is. Uh, Mario, you on the line? Yes, I am. All right, uh, he's going to give you those movie titles again. You ready? Okay. All right, here you go. Yeah. <laughs> Bonfire of the Vanities. He knows you're alone. And Polar Express. Uh, not a clue. Wow. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> one more, and then we'll retire that one. I'll go to Br- what's Brielle. your name, Brielle? Brielle, yeah. Hey, Brielle. Great name. Hey, thank All right. you. All right, we're going to play. Here we go. Okay, and listen right. to the third one. Yeah. It, I think I know it already. Go ahead. Tom Hanks. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Tom Hanks is virtually the only yeah. actor in Polar Express. Uh, Brielle, hang on the line. We're going to get your information. We're going to set you up with this. All right, we got a digital download card for Ralph Breaks the Internet, available now digitally and available on 4K Ultra HD, Blu-ray, DVD, and on demand right now. Hey, what was He Knows You're Alone? It's a slasher movie. It's one of Tom Hanks' first movies, no but it's sort of like a cult classic. And then Bonfire of the Vanities was the bomb he did with uh, Melanie Griffith yeah. based on the, the, the best-selling book. Bruce Willis was in that, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I didn't remember He Knows Your Alone. Interesting. Case, you going to do this one? Yeah, I got one here. Buddy. Okay, let me go next to... Wait, I already talked to Brielle. Hang on, Brielle. Uh, we'll go to Joe. Hey, Joe. Good morning, sir. Hey, how's it going? Good, bud. We're playing Hollywood three-way. You ready? Yep. All right, here we go. All right, here you go. Uh, Hidden Figures, Untouchables, Man of Steel. Uh, I don't know. Oh. 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 Oh, I know it. That's a tough one. Sorry. I'll let you go. All right, let me go to Chris. Hey, Chris. Hey, Hey. I was hoping you didn't call on me. We'll try it again. Think think about it as he gives you these. These are Hidden Figures, Man of Steel, Untouchables. I have no clue. All right. Is it... Is it Untouchables or The Untouchables? The Untouchables. The untouchables. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. We'll go next to Karen. Maybe she knows. Hey, Karen. Hi. All right, Karen. You need those three again? Yes, please. All right. Go ahead. All right. Hidden Figures. The Untouchables. Man of Steel. Uh, Hugh Jackman? Oh. No. Oh. You're thinking man, of no. Burt Young. It was no, it was his dad in uh, in Man of Steel, Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner, Kevin Costner. yeah. Elliot Ness, Elliot Ness, and the Untouchables, and then in Hidden Figures, he was the guy that was ahead of that particular part of the the NASA program. Yep. So that's a good one, Case. Thanks, man. All right, Kathy. Yep. All right, we're gonna go to Colleen and let her take a shot at it. Good morning, Colleen. Good morning, Preston. How are you? Awesome. You're all with Kathy. You ready to play Hollywood three way? I am. Here okay, we go. you got this one. It's not too hard. Okay. Okay. Bridesmaids, this is 40. Can you ever forgive me? Oh, jeez. The only one I can think bridesmaids. <clears throat> I'm going to say Melissa McCarthy. Yeah! Oh, nice. nice job. Am I well, right? Yes. You're right! 
You're right. That's correct, awesome. Colleen. Here's right. what we got for you. Colleen, you got a case of Yards Brawler. When you're in the mood for a knockout flavor, look no further than Brawler. It'll get you in the swing of things for this spring. Available wherever fine beers are sold, including Bella Vista Beverage on South 11th Street in Bella Vista. Nice job, right. Colleen. All Thank right. you so much, guys. Of course. Hang on just a second. Uh, Nick, you ready? Yeah. All right. Let's go to Jason and let him give it a try. Jason, you're on with Nick. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good, buddy. All right. Let's play. Here we go. Here we go, Jason. Jackie Brown, Kong, Skull Island, Captain Marvel. Know who it is? I can't think of a name. Samuel Jackson. Yes! Yeah! Yeah! Oh, nicely done, well Jason. Well done. How you do it? Hang on just a second, Case. Got a case of Yards Brawler. When you're in the mood for a knockout flavor, look no further than Brawler. It'll get you in the swing of things for spring. Available wherever fine beers are sold, including Pub and Kitchen at 19th and Lombard Streets in Center City. Very good. Uh, Mike is on the line. Hey, Mike. Yeah, Zooks. Yeah, Zooks, Mike. All right, I'm going to throw one at you. You ready? Go for it. All right, three movie titles. Tell me the actor or actress that is in all three of these. We'll begin with this. Love Actually, Clash of the Titans, mm-hmm. and Gangs of New York. Ooh. Love Actually, Clash of the Titans, and Gangs of New York. Uh, that's Leonardo DiCaprio. Leonardo DiCaprio. No, incorrect. Ooh. Thank you, sir. We'll go next to Don. Hey, Don. Hey, good morning. Hey, Hollywood three-way. So these three movies, Love Actually, Clash of the Titans, and Gangs of New York. Um, Daniel Day-Lewis? No, sir. He's in one of those. Uh, and Clash of the Titans? We'll go to... Is he in that, too? No. 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 Let me go to Eileen. Hey, Eileen, good morning. Good morning, gentlemen and ladies. How are you? <laughs> We're awesome. Eileen, so tell me what actor or actor stars in Love Actually, Clash of the Titans, and Gangs of New York. No, I was going to say Daniel Day-Lewis, but obviously that's not right. How about Jerry Lewis? (laughs) Well, (laughs) it's it's not Daniel Day-Lewis, it's not Leonardo DiCaprio, because he was guessed. Yeah. Um, You know, I I don't even have a guess. All All right. right. Thanks anyway. Guys? Liam Neeson. The only reason I knew that is because I looked at your sheet. Oh, you didn't know that? No. Okay, all right. No, because you know what? I never have really seen Love Actually. He's... You never saw that? I know, yeah. Wow. That's a good movie. Yeah. Yeah. He also goes back, one of his earliest performances in one of our favorite movies, Preston, Excalibur. Yeah, yep, that is correct. All right, Steve, you ready to try one out? Yeah, I have an easy one, I think. All right, let me go to uh, Elliot. Hey, Elliot, good morning. Morning, how are you? Awesome. Elliot, here is your three-way. All right. Guardians of the Galaxy 2, Tango and Cash, <laughs> The Hateful Eight. Uh, Tango Cash. That would be... You know, I'm not sure. Okay. Oh, I thought that was pretty easy. Yeah, yeah you know yeah. what? Believe it or not, there's an actor that's in two of them. Yeah, yeah. Really? All right, let me go to Jim next. Hey, Jim. They did it. Uh, Yes, they did. (laughs) They did it. All right, so, Jim, (laughs) here's your three-way. You ready? Yep. All right, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, Tango and Cash, The Hateful Eight. 
Yeah. Kurt Russell, yes. yes. Very good. Sylvester Stallone is in Tango and Cash in Guardians of the Galaxy 2. You're right. He's a Revenger or whatever those That's guys right. are called, the yeah. scavenger. Uh, yeah. uh, Yanu, uh, he's the one who... Uh, Yanu's cousin Tony. Who kind of... Uh, <laughs> and that is... Uh, is that... Uh, Yondo. Yeah. Rondo. Yeah, Rickers character. Yondo. Yondo, Yondo Calrissian. Yeah. And he uh, he kicks him out of the guilt. Yep. Yes. I That's love that right. sequence at the end when yeah. he says, I may not have been your father, but I was your daddy. Yep. And mm-hmm. that makes, you, makes me cry. Um, I'm crying right now. So for Jim, he's won a case of Yards Brawler. When you're in the mood for a knockout flavor, look no further than Brawler. You can get in the swing of things for spring. Available wherever five beers are sold, including Buffalo Billiards on Chestnut Street in Old City. I got Nicole on the line. Hi, Nicole. Got Zooks. Got Zooks. Got Zooks. Got to your Zooks. So, uh, Nicole, let's have Kathy uh, try one out on you, okay? Okay. She's smiling. She's all happy. Mm. All right, you ready? (laughs) Okay. Step Brothers. Bad moms, how to lose a guy in ten days? Oh. Wow. Step brothers. Lose a guy in ten days, man. Can you say it again? Yes, step brothers. Oh, I know it. You know it. Okay, step brothers, bad moms, and then way back, how to lose a guy in ten days. Yeah, I have no idea. I'm sorry. Dang, dang. Right. Oh. Sorry. All right, let's try another one. This is a hard one. I'm going to go to Dylan. Hey, Dylan. Hello. All right, Dylan, you ready? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Seems thrilled. Kathy? Okay, it's stepbrothers, bad moms, yeah. how to lose a guy in 10 days. Is it Catherine Hahn? Yes! yes! Nice. I, I love her. Wow. Yeah, nice job, job, Dylan. Ooh. All right, what do we have for Dylan? All right, Dylan. Uh, this Dylan. Is a, <laughs> Dylan. This is Alan. the last case of Yards Brawler that we have to give away for the entire week, and you mm. want it, so we, you are in the mood oh. for a knockout flavor. Look no further than Brawler. It'll get you in the swing of things for spring available wherever fine beers are sold, including Buffalo Billiards on Chestnut Street in Old City. You get that beer. No more beer. <laughs> no more beer. No more beer. Okay, so we have other things to give away. All right, let's go to who's up next? Who's gonna, Casey, you're up next, right? I got you, kiddo. All right, I got uh, John. Did you call me kiddo? Yeah. My name is Roast Beef. <laughs> Whatever happened to Roast No. <laughs> yeah. I got you're you, Roast Beef. Beef. What am I, pork roll? Pork, pork roll. roll. Okay, yeah. Yeah. That's your second kiddo of the day. I'm, I'm all kiddoed out, kiddo. All right, let's go to uh, John. Hey, John. How you doing? Good. All right, Casey's got a Hollywood three-way ready for you. Ready, kiddo? <laughs> yes, Roast Here Beef. We Here we all go. Right. All right, for you, John, here are the three movies. Vice, The Muppets, the 2011 version. Yes. And Justice League. Oh, boy. I don't know this one. Who'd you say? Bruce Willis. No. I don't think he's in any of them. <laughs> <laughs> Literally not in one of them. He, he was gets. close because he is a fan of all three. <laughs> yeah. oh, he, he likes those. Yeah. I'll go to Paul next. Hey, Paul. Hey, what's up, Gatsuch? Gatsuch, bud. All right, playing Hollywood three-way. You ready? Yes, sir. All right, right. Vice, the 2011 version of The Muppets, and Justice League. Ooh. Wow. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. This this is hard. All right, thanks, Paul. All right, we'll go next to Matt L., our last one to try this. Hey, Matt. Hey, guys. All right, Matt. He's going to throw these titles at you. Here we go. All right. The Muppets, the 2011 version, Vice, and Justice League. Uh, Nick got it right. 
Uh, is it Ben Affleck? It is no. not. Oh. It no. is. Kermit the Frog is wrong as well, Steve. I uh, think uh, George Bush would make a hell of a president. It's Amy Adams. Amy yeah. Adams. Yeah, that's a good one, Case. Thanks, man. All right, uh, let's see. We have time for another one? Sure, man. All right, I'll go to Bill. Hey, Bill. Yo. All right, Bill, I'm going to try this out on you. You ready? Yep. Hollywood 3. This was. This is my hard one. Hey, right? okay. okay. You, you oh, wait, 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 wait. wait. Oh, come, on, oh, come on. You left out kiddo. We'll break so, it up, you two. Hey. Roast beef. We'll let Nick go. All right. All right, Nick. Who is this for? Dylan? No, Bill. Bill. All right. All right, Bill. It's your spotlight, Pot Pie. Bill. All right. Uh, here we go. Mr. Mom, the founder, Spider-Man Homecoming. <laughs> easy. <laughs> That's so easy. Oh, my God. It's so easy. It Mr. is so Mom. easy. It is, and I'm it having a brain so fart on the name, too. I get that. And he was Bird. Or Birdman. Yeah. He, and he was Batman. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And he was all these people. And crikey, I can't think of his name. I know. I know. Until, on, Steve, until Steve mounted, I forgot his name, too. All uh, right. So I'm going to. No. No, you can't. Can't help. I almost got it. I don't got it. You, you don't, don't got, got it. it. Thanks anyway, Bill. Oh, uh, I'm almost You've there. You've seen uh, High Anxiety, Preston, with the, uh, I got it. I got, I got it. it. I, I got, got it. it. Yeah, I Let me go to Matt. Hey, Matt. Hey, is it Michael Keaton? It yes. is. Oh, yeah, yes. Very good. Very good. All right. Hang on, what do we got for Matt? Matt, we have our final digital download card for Ralph Breaks the Internet. It's available now digitally and available on 4K, Ultra HD, Blu-ray, DVD, and on demand. It's nice a sequel. Do you want me to give my, my difficult one to you guys? Yes, yes, please. Okay, try this. And we're done, by the way. We're finished. Thank you for those who are on hold. How about this? The Martian, The Help, The Zookeeper's Wife. The Martian, The Help, The Zookeeper's yeah, I, was, I wasn't even looking. Very well done, Casey. Thank you so, very much. Well, yeah, I, I realized that she was in three movies that started with the, so yes. I went with all oh. three of those. Do you want me to give you a, a quick one? Yeah, yeah, sure. Enemy Mine, The Right Stuff, Jaws 3D. Uh, Enemy Mine, The Right Stuff, and Jaws 3D. Dennis Quaid. Yeah, you know, it occurs to me that, uh, yes, you're right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> actually, there's two actors that are in both of them as well, uh, Louis Gossett Jr., well, yeah, which, in, uh, I was in the, the Jaws, Jaws 3D. Right. Yeah. All right. Uh, here. I liked Enemy Mine. Enemy Mine is a good movie. I thought that was really overlooked. Wolfgang Peterson, who directed Das Boot yeah. and uh, a number of other great films, uh, uh, The Perfect Storm. He, uh, the, the Enemy Mine is a great... Yeah. It's, a, it's basically... Um, uh, you know, it's it's a it's a, it's a buddy movie where they're contentious. They learn to accept each other. It's really yeah. well done. And of two two guys that are stranded, two a, there's an alien and yeah. a human, and they end up on this planet. They're warring against each other, but right. it's just the two of them, and they need each other to, to survive. survive. Oh. And then they go back to their they're, they're rescued, and then they have to do they reignite the feud or what? It's really good. Well, one one buys it, but he you're he, right. The, the males give the baby birth. Yeah. yeah. Preston, I picked two movies that you picked as well. I picked Goodwill Hunting, and and then I switched to The Martian. But uh, so there was The Martian, Euro Trip, and The Departed. Matt Damon. All right, Matt Damon. Let me yeah. give you okay. my three. All right, All right. Squirter, oh, Sorority stop. Sluts, <laughs> Finger Blast Seven. Squirter. Oh, is it Alexis Texas? It is. Yeah. <laughs> wow. All right. I ha- how about this one, guys? The Incredibles broadcast news in Raising Arizona. The Incredibles uh, broadcast news ooh, in Holly Hunter. Holly Hunter. Yeah. yeah. That's and all three of my actors were in Batman and versus Superman. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. Nice. Well, listen. It had been a while, but uh, we needed to move some products, so I thought we would whip that game out. It is fun. It's easy one too. Yes. Play with friends as well. If you're, if you're looking enemies. for something to do to kill some time, just come up with three 
movies that have an actor or actress in common with them and uh, test each other upon your knowledge. We're going to take a break. Oh, no, no, we're not. Uh, no. Stop. Stop Hold it. the phone. I didn't announce this. Uh, there is a, a show <laughs> announcement. Uh, and this is going to be at the Hard Rock at uh, Sound Waves at the, the Hard Rock Hotel in Atlantic City. And there are a couple of shows I'm going to announce, and it is essentially a residency. Two shows, Friday, April 19th, and Saturday, April 20th, or a two-night stand. Uh, and it's Jim Brewer! Yay! Yeah, Jim Brewer's We love Jim Brewer. Yep. Uh, tickets for both these go on sale Friday, March 15th, 10 a.m. via Ticketmaster.com. But I have a pair of tickets now for, uh, to give away for the April 19th show. Uh, so let's take caller number 19 then. So April 19th, call number 19, 215-263-WMMR. Once again, Brewer at the Sound Waves at Hard Rock in Atlantic City. Two shows Friday, April 19th, Saturday, April 20th. And tickets go on sale Friday, March 15th at 10 a.m. via Ticketmaster.com. Now we'll take a break. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. Friday, March 15th, the Preston and Steve Show will broadcast live from Philly's spring training. We got uniforms and everything. It's really great. They'll be talking more than just bases and balls. Schedule guests include Coach Gabe Kapler, Charlie Manuel, Reese Hoskins, and more. For MMR fans flocking south to Clearwater, meet up with the show after their broadcast at Frenchie's Tiki Pavilion in left field. Then catch the Phils and the Blue Jays. Tickets available at phillies.com. Preston and Steve live from Philly Spring Training, sponsored by Xfinity. Stay connected during the biggest moments of every game with Xfinity Internet and 93.3 WMMR. WMMR. Everything that rocks. I got some stories that I saved for you at this particular time. Let's do the B5. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Final. And this morning is brought to you by Duncan. You're in luck. Duncan has $2 menu I'm sorry, not menu, medium. <laughs> but they're on the menu. Yeah, they are. Uh-huh. Uh, $2 medium iced coffee all day long, uh, plus celebrate St. Patrick's Day throughout March with Dunkin's delicious Irish cream coffee. America runs on Dunkin'. Excludes cold brew. Participation may vary. Limited time offer. Well, I drive through customer, enraged by the lack of meat on his Mexican pizza, stormed a Taco Bell in South Carolina and walked into the kitchen area to begin making his own food. Just took thing, took the bull by the horns. Yep, he entered the Taco Bell complaining that there wasn't enough meat on the Mexican pizza. An employee told cops that she remade the food for him. The man, however, was equally displeased with his second pizza and demanded a refund when told that that was not possible since a manager was not on the premises. The suspect became enraged declaring that, quote, he would show employees how to make his food the appropriate way. The man walked behind the counter into the kitchen area and began making his own food. A Taco Bell worker noted that the suspect did not follow proper health safety guidelines by not wearing protective gloves while making his food. How the hell with that? The employee said the suspect made himself another Mexican pizza and subsequently left the store and premises. Uh, the man, the worker said, was angry and upset throughout his time in the facility and used foul language in response to her repeated demands to leave the Taco Bell. They just let him go back there? Uh, the man, well, I mean, what are you going to do? Shoot him! I mean, you're, you know, no, you're you're a fast food employee. Somebody comes walking back. All you got, all you can do is just sit there and go, Yeah. look at this nut job. I'd rack my, I'd take out my Glock and shoot him. 
Uh, the man left the restaurant in a Dodge Challenger driven by a woman who never entered the restaurant, and they're looking for this guy. They then know. he w- went over to the McDonald's. You call this a hamburger? Yeah, exactly. A pregnant woman is accused of stabbing her boyfriend for looking at a photo of another woman on his roommate's cell phone. Deputies responded to the reported stabbing at a home and later arrested 25-year-old Julitza Gonzalez. Uh, The roommate said that he showed a photo of a woman that he wanted to date to his friend. The friend looked at the photo while his pregnant girlfriend, Gonzalez, was in the room. Mm -hmm. The moment sparked an argument between the couple. As the quarreling continued... The roommate said that he became uncomfortable and left the room, and the shouting escalated. At one point, the roommate heard someone rummaging through the kitchen drawers. A short time later, the boyfriend ran into the roommate's room with a stab wound in his stomach. Stabbed him in the stomach. And said, that bitch stabbed me. (laughs) You know, the light of my life. The roommate used a shirt to apply pressure to the wound, called 911, and waited for paramedics to arrive. I think she's jealous. As they waited for first responders... Gonzalez entered the room and asked, why would you look at that girl on the phone? Oh, she's the jealous kind, you know. (laughs) The victim was airlifted to the hospital. Uh, His condition is not immediately known. Gonzalez was displaying signs of anxiety and was transported to the hospital as well. Uh, Deputies say they found a five-inch steak knife with blood on it. They interviewed Gonzalez at the hospital, and she denied stabbing the victim. She said he must have fallen on the blade. Of course. However, surgeons said the stab wound was not consistent with an accident. Uh, she was arrested, charged with aggravated battery with a deadly weapon. But you know what? I bet she's going to be a good mom. Probably. Apparently, strangers stripped off and had full sex in public on a Manchester bus. Uh, Devon and Cornwall police said that they arrested a 32-year-old woman and a 29-year-old man on the shoulder of the M5 after being called by the driver of a National Express coach. The pair, who reportedly met for the first time on the 10-hour journey. Wow, man. Yeah. Uh, had shed their clothes and got it on in full view of other passengers. Go for it. Uh, when the driver realized what was going on, he pulled off uh, under the shoulder. And, and watched. And waited. No, he waited for police. <laughs> he probably watched while he waited hey, for police. Hey, miss this. Uh, officers located and arrested 29, a 29-year-old man from Bristol and a 32-year-old one from, woman from Barnstaple on suspicion of an act of outraging public decency. A tourist, and I've heard of this, I remember seeing this survival technique when I was in uh, Cub Scouts. A tourist who was thrown overboard survived hours stranded at sea thanks to the help of his genes. Yeah. Yes. A German tourist, uh, Arnie Murky, was uh, sailing through New Zealand along with his brother, Helge. Did he have an inflatable life raft in his genes? No. Uh, no. They were So they were traveling along uh, through New Zealand to uh, deliver a yacht. But during the trip, they got caught in some rough weather, leading the 12-meter yacht's main sheet to come loose and caused the boom to swing around. And it was then that Mr. Murky was knocked into the water without a life jacket 20 miles out of uh, off of the, the shore. Uh, without the jeans, he said, I wouldn't be here today. Although his brother tried to throw him a life jacket so he could reach the coast safely. He was already too deep water. He said he threw it to me, and it was uh, too far away. The, the swells were three meters high, they said. Oof. Uh, I said I couldn't reach it, and it was already too far away, and I think the motor on the boat exploded. Jesus. The the 30-year-old resorted to drastic measures and fashioned his jeans into a makeshift life jacket. Uh, Copying a technique from a U.S. Navy SEALs video that he had watched in the past, he made knots at the end of the legs of the jeans and inflated them, and then placed the jacket over his shoulders. Uh, He said, I saw it many, many years ago and always thought that if I ever go overboard without a life jacket, I'm going to do that. 
He said, I took a deep breath, took out my jeans, made knots at the end of the legs, and inflated the jeans, pulled it over the water to get air inside, and then pushed it underwater, and I had an improvised vest. There's a way that if you fall into the ocean and you're wearing, it has to be a long sleeve shirt, you can fashion it into a speedboat. Wow. You're going to have to show me how to do that. It's difficult. Uh, Murky waited for... You have to fold it just right. He waited for nearly four hours before he was rescued by the New Zealand Coast Guard. Uh, So, yeah, saved his life without question. A St. Paul mother and her daughter were upset about their wings. They hadn't been delivered with the rest of their order. So, they headed to Domino's. Tell me what wingy. And they took a handgun with them, too. People get so pissed off. You had the earlier story about the tacos, Uh right? Jeez, people get pissed. Holly Joe Robinson and her daughter, Lakia Robinson, were booked into county jail on suspicion of aggravated, gonna get bloody, Raj. aggravated robbery and making terroristic threats. Police were called to the Domino's on a report of a customer pointing a handgun at the staff. When police arrived, they were told that the Robinsons, who had already left, were upset that their wings hadn't been delivered with their pizza at, to their home. Where are my goddamn wings? An argument had ensued. It was fairly easy to find the Robinsons' home since the order had recently <laughs> been delivered there. So police drove to the address. They had an address. And Holly Robinson came... Holly Robinson. Holly Robinson? Oh, hey. She married... Uh, uh, Rodney Pete. Rodney Pete, yeah. Uh, came out of the home... Mr. And be- Cooper. ...and began uh, talking to officers. She didn't want to wait for another order... Uh, because they had already waited for an hour, so she decided to go to Domino's because it would be faster. The two had demanded a refund. The Robinsons were, uh, never got their wings or a refund. The daughter told officers the manager had an attitude, and she said that her mother brought along the gun because she feared physical confrontation. Of course. You always fear that the Domino's guy's going <laughs> to start swinging a firearm around when you complain about your wings. She said she took it out and held it at her hip but never pointed it, and a loaded 9mm handgun was found in Holly Robinson's car. <laughs> and there you go. That's what I have in the bizarre file. Jesus. I saw Holly Robinson and uh, Rodney Pete in a commercial just the other day over the weekend. Really? And it was for, I think it was for a weight loss product. Uh, or something along those lines, like like maybe protein shakes or something like that. There's a lot of those on right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. There's one for, I forget, is it, who's the, the baseball player? They called him the Hurt or something. I forget. Oh, Frank Robinson? Frank Thomas. Frank Thomas. Frank Thomas. So he's he's in a uh, an ad for a testosterone replacement. They're horrible. Here this you go. Yeah. Lipazone. Uh, no, lipazine. Is what it's called. That's the product that Holly Robinson and uh, Rodney Pete are uh, apparently. Oh, you can lose up to four times more weight, dude. Yeah. It is uh, according like, to the graphic. What it was claiming was so it just seemed ridiculous to me. I know it seems impossible, but in the first week, I lost forty-eight pounds. It, it's I, basically I it's speed, right? Yeah, <laughs> probably. It yeah, makes right? your heart pump so fast. <laughs> yeah. yes. I do miss Holly Robinson, though. I did have a thing for her big yeah. time. So on cute on Jump Street. Yeah. All right, and uh, that's it. That's what I got for you in the B-File. Let's take a break. Come back in just a second or two, and we'll see if you've been paying attention because we're going to ask a lesson question. question about today's show in particular, and we'll also get to trash and music news, so don't go far. We'll be back in a moment. Now, more with Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. We're going to do a lesson question now, and going to give away a four-pack of tickets for the uh, BrickFest Live Lego Fan Experience. It's a Greater Philadelphia Expo Center, April 27th, 28th. The question that I have for you this morning is, when at Best Buy, what kind of phone cover cases do the Kardashian Jen- and Jenners always buy? <laughs> There's a TV show associated right, right. with it. All right, 215-263-WMMR. All right, when at Best Buy, what kind of phone cover cases 
do the Kardashians and Jenners always buy? 215-263-WMMR. That's the number call. Now we are going to do the trash. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Can hardly wait. What stories do you have in store for us today, Steve? Well, Empire star Jesse Smollett has been charged with 16 felonies and could be facing up to three years in jail. In addition, half a million dollar fine if found guilty. Smollett's lawyer, uh, Mark Gregaros, says that even though it might be a bit too late, he is moving ahead with the just kidding defense. (laughs) Drake announcing he will no longer perform the song Don't Matter to Me in, in concert because it also features audio of Michael Jackson singing. Drake says he has no tolerance for molestation, but admits he's totally cool with illegal sampling. Oh, my God. And finally, Ariana Grande apparently working back to the old boyfriend list, and now she's arrived at former beau Graham Phillips from Riverdale. Grande says she's enjoying being with Phillips again because he already knows where her vagina is. That's your Hollywood trash. All righty. We'll see if uh, somebody knows the answer to this. So when at Best Buy, what kind of phone cover cases do the... Kardashians and uh, Jenner's always by 215-263-WMMR. I will go to Dan. We'll see if Dan knows the answer. Hey, Dan. Gadzooks, buddy. So what case do they always buy? That would be the Daisy Dukes. The Daisy Dukes. I did say that. You did say that. It was the Dukes of Hazard, but, right. you know. Yeah. You did say Daisy hey. Dukes, yeah. All right. Hang on the line there, Dan. We're going to give you a four-pack of tickets to Brick Fest Live Lego Fan Experience at the Greater Philadelphia Expo Center on April 27th, 28th with over a million Lego bricks on display and ready for play. Brick Fest is filled with hands-on attractions and activities engineered to inspire, educate, and entertain. And you can get tickets at BrickFestLive.com. Let's do music news. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. And music news brought to you by the Pennsylvania Ear Institute of Salus University, offering quality care for your hearing and balance needs. Their expert audiologists are going to help you hear your best. Info at salusuhealth.com slash PEI. Blink-182 drummer Travis Barker confirmed in an interview that the trio's new album will arrive before the band performs at the Warped Tour 25th anniversary event at the end of June in Atlantic City. Uh, Barker also added that the new LP may be one of Blink's most important. He said uh, about the sound, it's kind of anything goes. It's the same vibe that was what we were going on when we did the self-titled in 2003. Literally anything goes. I think that we're creating one of the most important Blink albums, so I'm really proud of it, he said. Uh, He also confirmed speculation that Blink was working with super producer Pharrell Williams on this one. Uh, He said, uh, John Feldman has been working on the record, but I've also been doing a lot of writing on my own in the studio and then bringing it to Feldman. And we've also worked with Pharrell on the new Blink Blink album. And we're also, uh, and we've also worked with this other producer, The Futuristics. Uh, which is a team, he said. So, Marissa was just telling means. me that he's uh, going out with Courtney Kardashian. Uh, what the who? Yeah, really. Mm-hmm. When did? How did you come across this bombshell, Marissa? That has eluded my spies. Yeah, it's just a little Twitter nugget um, that he's that they've been hanging out. I know what Ooh. happened. You were in a small refrigerator at that Best Buy hiding out when uh, 
I was overhearing yeah. Bendel talk about Kendall. it. Kendall. They came in to buy their uh, Dukes of Hazard phone yeah. cover. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Fashion designer, fashion designer Mark Jacobs has asked a judge to dismiss a lawsuit filed by Nirvana last December. I thought they broke up. I, I guess they there must be some kind of a, I don't know, uh, maybe uh, the state I, I uh, don't, yeah. a holding, but uh, that alleged copyright infringement over images used in the fashion designer's bootleg Redux Grunge collection. That allegedly copied the band's iconic Happy Face logo. In documents filed on Friday in a California federal court, the designer's lawyers argued that Nirvana does not own the copyright to the smiley face design. And that That's true. registration is invalid and further that there are distinct differences between the material covered by Nirvana's registration and the artwork used by Mark Jacobs. Yeah, Forrest Gump came up with that. You know? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, nobody liked that color anyway. <laughs> Uh, the Redux Grunge Collection, which debuted last November, is said to celebrate the clothing that became a badge of cool during the grunge era of the early 1990s. Uh, Nirvana's lawsuit uh, centered on the design featuring a squiggly... Zappa, sorry, Zappa cool, man! A squiggly yellow smiley face, which is very similar to the trademark owned by the band since 1992. So they do own uh, a trademark, Steve, hmm. uh, for that uh, squiggly smiley face. Uh, Nirvana's lawsuit claims the sale of Mark Jacobs' products featuring the smiley face constitutes copyright infringement. So what does Forrest Gump, which what version does he own? The the traditional okay. classic. Not the squiggly yellow mouth. smiley right. face. Yeah, not the squiggly mouth with the X's his eyes. Coming out on October 15th is a new book. It's called Rush, Wandering the Face of the Earth, the official touring history. Uh, it's been reported that the officially sanctioned 416-page tome will chronicle every live date ever played by Rush throughout its career. And they played a lot of that shows. That is a lot. And they will feature, it will feature an intro by Primus, lead, uh, Primus bassist Les Claypool and an afterword by police drummer Stuart Copeland. Uh, this is the way it's described. The Face of the Earth covers Rush, Rush's storied touring career with their humble beginnings as a Toronto-area bar band playing middle school gymnasiums to their rise as one of the world's most sought-after live acts selling out massive arenas around the globe. Jesus. Uh, the book includes every set list, every opening act, and every noteworthy moment meticulously researched and vetted by the band themselves. What is it, delivered by a freight helicopter? Yeah, along with uh, spectacular, never-before-seen imagery, this is a must-have tour compendium for Rush fans. So, I don't even know if I would. That's too much for me. We're looking at the cases. So uh, my friend uh, Dwayne from Vertex uh, Fitness, he got this Gene Simmons collector's thing. Yeah. <laughs> It's like so he paid. You know, you could have different tiers, but the one tier that he purchased came with like this safe that inside had all. I mean, tons of Kiss collectibles. If you're now you're a nuclear fan, but I think you have to be a nuclear nuclear fan to go for this. Yeah, yeah, it'd be a bit much. I don't know that I'd sit around. You know, on the weekends perusing this the pages of this to see. Oh, that show, that show in Spokane. Yeah, um, I wasn't there. No, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Here's another one I wasn't yeah. at. Mm. This was so good that I wasn't there. And then one last note and a sad story. We mentioned this earlier this morning. Legendary drummer Hal Blaine died yesterday at the age of 90. Blaine was the heart and soul of L.A.'s recording scene in the 1960s and 70s and performed on over 35,000 records, including 38 number one hits. Amazingly, between 1966 and 71, Hal Blaine drummed on six consecutive Grammy Award Record of the Year winners between Amazing. 1966 and 71. Yeah, that's correct. 
Uh, he um, and in fact, Steve, I believe. He coined the term the Wrecking Crew. He very well might have. Yeah, it says here, Blaine nicknamed himself and his peers the Wrecking Crew because they were seen by their more buttoned-down elders as destructive to the industry. Uh, Many members of the Wrecking Crew worked nonstop for 20 years, sometimes as many as eight sessions a day, a place that led to several marriages and divorces for Blaine. It happened to a lot of them. Preston, the the, the bassist, her her name is eluding me. Yeah, Uh, she is... uh, I've got all of the the members here. So so just to give you a frame, if you could... Carol Kay is her name. That's it. So just to give you an idea, for example, um, like in uh, Sonny and Cher, the beat goes on. That's her. That ding, she she wrote that, you know, yeah. ding, 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 mm-hmm. ding, ding. Or the beginning of one of my favorite songs, Wichita Lineman. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah. That, that's yeah. her. And here's, here's a classic uh, beat that Hal Blaine would be known for in uh, Be My Little Baby. Yeah. Uh, the beginning of it goes, do, 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 ta, do, yeah. do, do, ta. That was Hal Blaine. He... Was uh, and I rattled these off. These are just a handful of the number one hits that he played drums on. Surf City from Jan and Dean. I get around from the Beach Boys, which is pretty wild. He was on a lot of Beach Boys records. So the, uh, there was a point in time to explain where really pretty much Brian Wilson was in the studio. They they would come in to do vocals, but yep. all the all the instruments were played by the Wrecking Crew. Yep. Uh, he was on uh, Help Me Rhonda from the Beach Boys. Uh, what else? Good Vibrations in the Beach Boys. Uh, Everybody Loves Somebody from Dean Martin. Eva Destruction by Barry McGuire. Mr. Tambourine Man from The Birds. Sinatra would would wait for them to have an opening in their schedule. Sinatra. Frank Sinatra to record because he would record with no one else but them. Yeah, and he recorded uh, These Boots Are Made for Walking with Nancy Sinatra. Monday Money from The Mamas and Papas. Strangers in the Night from Frank. Poor Side of Town from Johnny Rivers. Uh, something stupid from Frank and Nancy. It's Friday. Rebecca Black. No. Uh, Windy from the Association. Mrs. Yeah. Robinson from Simon and Garfunkel. Uh, the Age of Aquarius and Let the Sunshine In from the Fifth Dimension. To, to name but a few, as they used to say. Yeah. Bridge Over Troubled Water. Uh, close to you from the Carpenters. Cracklin' Rosie. He did a few Neil Diamond Song Sung Blue and Cracklin' Rosie. He was on I Think I Love You from the Partridge Family. He played on the Batman theme song. So he pet, was he played on everything. And Pet Sounds. Yeah. The iconic album Pet Sounds was Brian Wilson and the Wrecking Crew and the the, the you know the, the actual Beach Boys came in and sang, but they really didn't play. Brian wrote on Facebook, I'm so sad, I don't know what to say. Hal Blaine was such a great musician and a friend that I can't put it into words. Hal taught me a lot and he had so much to do with our success. He was the greatest drummer ever. We also laughed an awful lot. Hal, we love you, and your mem- our memories will last forever. Love, Brian. And his family had written uh, uh, a lengthy, uh, you know, uh, tribute to him, and they, and they wrote, and I love this line, may he rest forever on two and four. <laughs> that was very cool. So a legend. I think I'm going to watch it again. Music. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 it's one out, I keep breaking out. Worth going out for another spin. And uh, there you go. That's what I got for you in music news this morning. We'll take a break. We'll come back in mere moments. We'll get our letter of the day for the Word of the Week uh, prize. And, of course, Pierre's got some things in store for you today. We'll find out what those are when we get back. Stay with us. 93.3 WMMR presents a killer co-headlining summer concert with rock trailblazers Alice Cooper. Friday, 
August 16th at BB&T Pavilion with Motionless in White. Pre-sale happening today at WMMR.com while supplies last. Tickets on sale tomorrow at 10 a.m. Ticketmaster.com. Win free tickets all this week with Jackson. Alice Cooper and Hailstorm, August 16th at BB&T Pavilion. Presented by 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Uh, 10.30. Impressive the Steve show this Tuesday morning. Sunshine today. It's going to be nice in that regard. We will have uh, temperatures a little bit cooler than yesterday and a little bit of a breeze. But uh, we have cloudy skies tomorrow, 52 the high. Cloudy on Thursday, 61. And by the time we get to Friday, 65 degrees. We'll have some rain in the area. Uh, we'll be in sunny Florida. We'll be in uh, Clearwater getting ready for uh, spring training. The game that day at 105. Uh, the doors open for the park for Spectrum Field around 10.30, 10.35. And we'll be by uh, Frenchie's uh, Tiki Hut uh, right there, the Tiki Bar. And Honestly, if that area was a rapper, it'd be Lil Philly. Lil Philly, you're yeah. right. Yeah. It is. It's Everywhere Lil you Philly. I, I came back, there was a Saturday game and went with my mom and sister and we weren't doing appearances or anything like that. I'm walking around and every every other person was like, Preston, hey, well, you're so glad you guys are here. And it yeah. was really, it felt like. Right here. It felt like yeah. here, only really sunny. And uh, you know, well, it was chilly back here and, and gators all yeah. over the place. Casey. Yeah. You're not going to be anywhere where you're going to see gators. Are I you? might. Well, there? dude, apparently there was a gator there on like Saturday or something like where? that. Yeah. At, at, at the, the field. Ballpark. Really? At the ballpark. Somewhere near Taking there. grounders? That is my mission. That is my mission this weekend to see. Okay. All right. But it's got to be in the wild. Yeah. You should. Now, you're going to. Well, we'll be a little busy. You should go on some kind of a tour. No, nah, I don't want to go that. see them in the wild. If I could see them in the wild, That's yes. That's what I mean. I'm hey, not so saying just... go to the Gatorland or anything like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you just need to go to like one of the. They have them all over the place, like those springs yeah. where you go and you, mm-hmm. you know, you kind of kayak or canoe through the water, and, and they live you see there them naturally. All the time. Yeah, and if they're if it's warm enough, they will be kind of you know coming up and and sunning. In you the- know what? Wear your raw chicken necklace that you. I wear. should do yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. walk yeah. around the swamp. Did What's you guys- your name, roast beef? I'll take you out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Did you guys see that? Uh, there was like a security cam footage of this couple in their uh, swimming pool at night, and they're just kind of hanging out and. <laughs> A freaking alligator comes into the pool and attacks the girl. No. no. Terrifying, but attacked also, her? yes, it totally attacked her. Did, and, did and, she survive? Yeah, yeah, because it was a smaller Small one. Small gator. It was probably about like five feet or whatever. Yeah. But the dude, he, um, he like beats it. He, he gets out of the pool and then... You know, he, well, maybe he thought she was going to get out too, but yeah, we're looking at video of this. It snapped. He went at back her, in. Right? Yeah. Okay. Oh my goodness! It's wow. Awesome, isn't it? Uh, I guess so. Well, hang, do, do, hang out at the hotel pool. No. Well, well, <laughs> well, jeez, well, I don't know, Steve. I don't know. It seems sort of, seems sort of dangerous. Watching the oh video, and, and sure enough, that thing aggressively goes after and her. And it shot at her. her. Yeah. Yes. What a bolt of speed. Yeah, yeah, they're fast. pretty scary. Yeah. <laughs> you will be in Disney. You can talk like that. You'll be around the house of mouse. <laughs> All right. Anyhow, uh, thank you to our friends from Deets and Watson, uh, 3J's Food Market, and also, uh, well, they're located in uh, Northern Liberty's Fishtown and Old City, uh, but also we had uh, the Old City Food Market in today, too, and we appreciate those guys coming by. All their food made with real Deets and Watson meats and cheeses. And I also need to congratulate our winner from Tat Tuesday because we found that winner, and it just so happens to be... Kelly Wilson. Hey! 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 H
Beaver Town in Delaware County. And for Kelly, $350 gift certificate for world-famous Philadelphia Eddie's Tattoo. And uh, tattoos on the President Steve Show are presented by world-famous Philadelphia Eddie's. 621 South 4th Street in South Philadelphia. You can get tattooed by the area's top tattoo artist like Kyle Fitzpatrick. See his work on his Instagram page at Instagram at, I'm sorry, at Kyle underscore Fitzpatrick underscore or PhiladelphiaEddiesTattoo.com. So congratulations and let us know when you get that done, Kelly, because we will want to check that whole thing out. Pierre Robert is here. How do? Who came up with underscore? Uh, the word or? Well, I mean, that. Probably the that, code writers. That thing, that little line on the bottom, right? Yeah. Wow. That wasn't around in Abe Lincoln's time, was it? I think it was. Uh, I think that's what the whole Civil War was. Underscoring seven years ago. Okay. <laughs> I ampersand. Okay, right. Okay, just checking. Dot com. Yeah. Yeah. Semicolon. Yeah, Check me know. out at Abe.com. <laughs> Honestabe.com. Abe. Yeah. Abe.com. I'm running for re-election. Yeah. All right. Good luck with that. Okay. All right. You ready to do the letter of the Zuba. day? All right. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the daily letter. All right. The President and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. O is in orthopedic. All right. Bring that underscore thing back up. I want to read that. Uh, and we got four tickets to Red Ball, Philadelphia's premier party, benefiting the American <laughs> Red Cross. And it's back at Lincoln Financial Field on Saturday, March 3rd, featuring more than 30 restaurants. Bars and microbreweries, live music and dancing games, a sports-themed silent auction, and much, much more. All funds raised uh, support the Red Cross House, a center for families uh, who suffered a disaster. Tickets and info at redcross.org slash redballphilly. Okay, so here we go. The symbol underscore, also called underline, underdash, lowline, or lowdash. Lowliner is a character that originally appeared on the typewriter and was primarily used to underline words. To produce an underlined word, the word was typed, typewriter carriage was moved back to the beginning of the word, and then the word was overtyped with the underscore carriage. Underscore. Got it. So know. it was Lincoln. It may have it been It was around. Lincoln. Now, typewriters if around. you want to, on a text or on an email, um, underline things... How do you do that? You can highlight it and hit the underline uh, tab. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of emails. I don't know how to highlight. Uh, okay. Oh, wow. Other than my hair, I don't know Poor how to thing. highlight. On, on your computer screen, yeah. take a magic marker and just <laughs> run it over. Okay, perfect. Got it. And Thank just you, tell Steve. the computer to send the magic marker in your email. Uh, here, Steve. look on our monitor. They're showing you how to yeah, do it okay. right now. How Essentially, you, you grab the mouse and you right. you right-click right. and hold it down. And right. then you just scroll it over the word. Boom. Oh, and where did they add the underlining thing? Right there. Underline, right the bold, underlining bold, italics. Where, oh, where it says underlining thing. Yeah. Okay, yeah. hit that. Put or, that under. Then how do you make the pink part go away? Uh, it, it'll go away once you click on like it. it. I it's just, you're just using it to highlight what you want underlined. I knew all this. I was just trying to help those of you who aren't as computer literate as I am. Thank you. Because you, you build all your own computers. Oh, I do. I do. Yeah. I have circuitry. Studio, there's circuit boards laying got, all over the place. Uh, <laughs> wires <laughs> and uh, acetone. He's got tons of acetone. Yeah. The key building block of any computer. Got to have acetone and glue and cardboard and tape. Yep. Well, what does your acetone have in store for the <laughs> listeners on your show today? I, I have a good acetone. <laughs> <laughs> I've been told. Um, I have... Um, in a particular for... pair of slacks. Yeah. My acetone looks good in those 501s. Um, I have got... Um, 
I have got a workforce black of um, the Foo Fighters and the Doors and <laughs> Iron Maiden. I R U N. The Bambanian pr- pronunciation. So Iron Maiden in your worf- workforce black. Yeah, yeah. It, uh, I got a good picture to show you too. Uh, picture. J- Jackie also says picture. Picture. All right. God you got to love Jackie. I adore him. Are you kidding? He is just, he's a joy to listen to. He is a delight. He's hes one of the best of all time. Phenomenal. Oh, and it's Double Shot Tuesday, and we'll have double oh. shots, and some of them will be you college. And I'll have a pair of tickets for Steely Dan uh, coming uh, for three nights at you. Got those all week, right? Yeah, yeah. Excellent, man. That's it. I'm going to thank our sponsors. Uh, what is that? That's my dad. Oh, that's your, is that your straw or something? Or what? I can't. Well, I'm rubbing my Yanni on the uh, platform okay. floor. I could, I, it sounded, and it's making an acetone. It sounded like someone going, woo, in the background. <laughs> the President Steve Show is brought to you by Winter Airport Park and the fastest way in and out of Philly International Airport. And also brought to you by Fred Beans. Shopping pre owned is better at Fred Beans. Go to fredbeansused.com. Find a better pre owned vehicle. And also armor, metals, and recycling for all your metal and computer recycling needs. Tomorrow uh, is a Wednesday, so we go on Fox Good Day. And I kid you not, tomorrow on this show, Olivia Newton John. Love it! Come on! Love it! I love her. Had a crush on that woman for ages. I bought a record. Having never even heard yeah. one bit of Olivia Newton-John because wow. she looks so good on the album cover. Yeah, <laughs> she will be joining us tomorrow, so that's it should be so pretty cool. cool. Uh, that's it. We're done. Rage on. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. The Breston and Steve love you. Hate you. Live. Hey, you know that guy, Sean, I work with with the pigtail and the man bun. I got one thing to say to him. Next message. Hey, bitches, it's my birthday. It's my birthday. It's my birthday. Did I mention it's my birthday? Next message. To the people complaining about daylight savings, and you lost one hour of sleep on one day. And now the sun doesn't set until 7 p.m. Enjoy it! The Preston and Steve Love You, Hate You line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack, sell them for less.